0: Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of Beast Fables, a role-playing game show that follows the lives of tiny beasts in a massive world. I'm Brian and I'll be your narrator for today's game. I use he-him pronouns and I'm the founder of Dungeons on a Dime, a publishing imprint creating entry-level tabletop role-playing content. I wrote the Adventures on a Dime system, which we'll talk about in a sec, and I have some exciting projects to announce uh, in a little bit as well. However, most importantly, I am joined today by Atlanta, Fraser, and Ver, who are three talented illustrators and delightful beasts in today's game. We're going to start with Atlanta. Could you please shout yourself out?
1: Uh, hello, I am uh, Atlanta. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Pippistrell, our intrepid little bat who is getting herself into more and more trouble.
2: Hello.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. We love drama. Next up is Fraser. Could you please introduce yourself?
2: Sure thing. Hello. I am Fraser. I go by he, him pronouns. Uh, I am playing Watson today.
3: Yeek.
0: (laughs) And last but not least, Ver, could you please give a little hello?
3: Hello, my name is Ver, I use they, them pronouns, and in today's game, I am playing Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, a toad knight who has been absent from the ongoings of the last two episodes of uh, this main chapter of Beast Fables, and I don't know what happened, and (laughs) he doesn't know what happened, and I am both excited and terrified to find out.
0: (laughs) Ooh, it's gonna be interesting. Mm -hmm. Now... Everyone mm-hmm. at home can see this, but our lovely players have not yet seen. the thing it's the review. Uh, please click on your little image in, in our Discord. Good, 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 Discord. Oh, my God. We've good got God. a new chapter oh, screen. Wow. And oh, I've wow. made new art for all the characters. <laughs> not oh, new wow. art, but, like, new cards and pronouns and stuff. And-
3: oh, that is- oh, wow, Ryan, this is incredible.
0: I've been wow, sitting on
3: colourful.
0: this since uh, our pre-recorded sessions while I was on holiday. I was walking mm. in the, the Lake District, and there's just so many, like, cool rock walls and plants. And, yeah, so I've just taken some inspiration and uh, updated our art a little bit. It's also an absolutely dedicated space for our subtitles from our little Google Meet mm. chat. And mm. uh, also more space for the, the Roll20 screen and for our cool roll tables. I'm obsessed.
1: uh, This looks so good. Oh, I love that Pip is on like a little piece of like oak with the oak leaf. Ah, that's so cute.
0: Also, I don't know if you can see it. I hope you can. Can you read the text around Pipistrel's messenger guild crest? (gasps) Oh my god.
3: No rain, no snow, no beast be slow. (sighs) Oh my god. That's my next
2: tattoo.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is so cute.
1: Oh my god.
2: Oh, it was really fun designing love. these.
1: This is so good.
2: I'm obsessed. I love it so much. Oh. oh Yay.
3: Brian, thank you. It's so good. This is wonderful, Brian. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank thank lovely you little bit of joy. The, uh, improving <laughs> this furthermore, you know, like it it was already looking great and now Mm -hmm. it just feels so much more like, ah, each one of us has a little, little thing.
0: And it's great because in theory I can then like put new characters in and take them out for Mm. different scenes. it will be all like nice and simple and fun.
1: Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Oh, so today... We are playing with the system Adventures on a Dime. It's super simple, and I wrote it so that it can tell some exciting and simple-to-run stories. You can download all the rules for Adventures on a Dime for free from doad.co.uk, which is the Dungeons on a Dime website. Um, And you can use the fully automated character sheet and all the cool extras that are on Roll20 for free as well. Just go to the marketplace and download the Adventures on a Dime uh, pack and it will have a like dedicated splash screen with all the rules for everyone to read. It's got all of the rules also in um, like dedicated handouts, and it has the fully automated character sheet with all the kind of cool clicky bitty button things. In fact, I'm gonna I can do what I can do. I can show you what it looks like. Um, I'm gonna put up Lutzen's character sheet. Ta-da! You can see that it's got names. You can roll dice. You've got stats. You've got all the skills and things you can stick in. It's just a whole bunch of fun. And talking about Roll20, they're our sponsors for today's show. They're just amazing, amazing, cool folks. Roll20 is an easy-to-use tabletop platform. It's basically the Zoom of board games. You can easily play online for free, roll dice, keep track of your campaigns, and even get digital adventures from that marketplace. Uh, You can get artwork and all sorts of cool stuff. Basically, Roll20 is awesome. We love them forever and ever and ever.
3: Thank you, Roll20. Thank you.
0: Thank you. (laughs) So... In today's chapter, chapter 9, and it is our 15th episode because we've done like other naming conventions, but it's chapter 9 today. Uh, we are rejoining the charismatic toad, Balthazar. We're going to be Charisma. starting <laughs> the story with our knight from the blueberry pond. So I'm going to hand over to Ver to recap what Balthazar last experienced.
3: Yes, Um. so... Uh, Balthazar and Pipistrel, uh, had been on their way to Odok, Balthazar taking it upon himself to escort, uh, the injured Pipistrel, uh, by paw, rather than her usual, um, method of flight, uh, all the way to Odok. And they, uh, had made their way to Willowmoot. Um, it is in Willowmoot that they spoke with a rat craft paw by the name of Grimble. Uh, as uh, on their journey to Wolomut, they discovered the, um... uh, Like, uh, the presence of some kind of perhaps strange contraption that they were quite curious about, and then they found out that the craftpaws seemed to have had lost, or, or something happened with such a strange contraption. So they contacted this craftpaw, Grimble, spoke with her, and she told them that indeed, um... Uh, one of uh, their engineers has gone missing, presumably, I think, with this uh, with this um, iron beetle that Balthazar was adamant about calling a car a coal-accelerated rig.
0: Oh, um, that was it! I couldn't remember what you, d- you described it as, but yes, coal-accelerated rig.
3: Uh, and uh, because Balthazar and Pip are, are helpful individuals uh, and quite curious, they said that they will go recover Lutzen and this contraption. They went underwent a winding, winding road of trying to uh, track this thing as it seemed to have been spiraling out of control and finally um, they happened upon a strange scene, uh, a squirrel and three uh, what kind of, can you remind me the name of the birds? There were something tits, I don't uh, meadow
0: song, meadow sweet, and cryer. No,
3: no, no, the, the species of them. They were like Oh, they were, oh, were cultits, Coltits, yeah, who so, are well uh, known
0: for uh singing and for performing in groups.
3: Yes, yeah. So, uh, we we encounter uh, Balthazar and Papistral encountered uh, this squirrel and these three uh, birds, uh, songbirds, and uh, they they told us a uh, tale of being a traveling troupe of, of performers and that they were uh, kidnapped by a bunch of otters who piled in on this strange contraption and were trying to, to drive away. And our characters, well, I mean, Troll was not really trusting this. Balthazar asked some questions <laughs> such as, how did five otters managed to fit in this thing, and the scroll was like, I don't know, they just did. <laughs> um, and, um, and there's a reason that Balthazar has a 1d4 in cunning, so he's just like, well, that checks out. Um, and, uh, ultimately, they, uh, after, after speaking uh, with them, um, they, they also found out that the rat Lutzen, who we've been seeking, this engineer from the craft pause, uh, had stepped away to find um, some means of repairing this serrated uh, rig, this car, if you will. And uh, Balthazar said that he will escort these three song bo- songbirds to Willowmoot, while Pipistrelle said that she will wait with the squirrel um, in order to uh, intercept Lutzen when, when he'll come back, so he doesn't come back and everybody's gone. Um, Balthazar... Uh set out on the road to Willowmoot followed by followed by these songbirds. Uh he uh they all sung a lovely tune as he um uh, uh oh what is it called like drummed they beat on his armor. They had a very merry time. He was building he was very happy about it, building some rapport. And then we got to Willowmoot and the birds were kind of they didn't really want to go further. They were saying, Oh, let's wait for I forget the name of the squirrel, but let's wait for our friend here and but bo- Chipper, yeah, and and Balthazar was like, "No nonsense, let's go. The inn's right over there." And uh, after a moment of kind of this, this strange behavior from them, they all, uh, with in a flutter of wings, uh, decided to ascend into the air and started flying back in the direction that we had just come from. Balthazar did manage to uh, uh, use his kind of lashing, like you know. Uh, amphibian tongue to uh grab one of these birds and bring it back down. Um stop it from from taking flight. Uh and uh he managed to intimidate this creature into telling him uh or or into basically revealing its its true intentions as these are apparently um some manner of scoundrels mm-hmm. uh, who uh, are wanting to take advantage of the situation and they never intended to, to be your friends or be cooperative. Uh, and I think the last thing that Balthazar heard was a, not a threat, but the, um, the implication of danger to Pipistrel herself.
0: Yes, so that's what we're going to pick back up. The sun is getting closer and closer to the horizon. Warm orange uh, summer light uh, bathes the whole of uh, Willow Moot and the meadows that you can see around you. Uh, you see the, the shifting, flapping forms of the two uh, Meadow Song and Cryer, just zipping into the distance and you have a stubborn, uh, merry sweet underfoot Balthazar what do you do?
3: Um oh God, I should have thought about this but now my head is completely empty <laughs> uh, and, and empty
0: Balthazar- thoughts gone <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, well, I think that's the same thing for Balthazar. He is now just like pure instinct, and the need to protect his friend uh, is going to to be uh, his sole kind of um, like prime objective. Uh, and uh, I don't think I think he's like as a, what what was a Meadow Song was underfoot. Uh, Mary, Sweet. Mary Sweet. Mary uh, Sweet. If he's like stepping down on like you know Mary Sweet's wing or something, um, he will look up at these at the birds that are floating away in the distance, because uh, he had taken out his hammer, his war hammer, to kind of mm-hmm. intimidate this creature, um, and uh, he grabs the hammer and looks at Mary Sweet, uh, but doesn't say a further word as he kind of like stows it back on. On his back, uh, mm-hmm. or kind of it was, straps it back, and he's just gonna go into a sprint. Uh, oh, because he's not wearing his armor today. Um, he he has it as like a bundle, so he's probably a little bit more. gosh, uh, I can't remember why he did wasn't wearing his armor. Was it
0: you were injured from me? your uh, encounter?
3: Right, right, and right, you were right. still recovering, like, so influenced. you
0: decided because you're just going out hiking that you weren't going to wear your armor. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I think um, I think uh, he's going to start running. Like, like he he's gonna leave Mary Sweet. If Mary Sweet wants to fly off or whatever else, uh, that is he doesn't care. Because even if Mary Sweet does end up like joining the others, uh, he can take him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, doesn't care. Uh, what he cares about now is getting back to Pipistrel. So, uh, he's gonna, yeah, just turn 180 from Willow Moot back in the direction that he came from and start running. And I think, like, halfway through the run, uh, if he's just gonna pause for a moment to kind of take a breather, he's gonna put the armor on, okay? Because battle mode is engaged, the battle mm-hmm. toad is here. Oh,
4: battle God. toad,
0: uh, cool. I think this is a good moment to on the roll uh, on our little roll twenty screen. I'm just gonna scroll back up and remind everyone that your all of your uh, your bearings are virtuous. We're using the I'm now naming it and announcing it. It's the vice and virtue bolt on system. Uh, you all have virtuous bearings with the um, auto other success uh, boon. Essentially, you can choose uh, for another creature at any point uh, in the next, until the end of the next scene to either automatically success or fail on a check they're making.
4: Mm.
0: If you do this, you have to give a, a kind of a narrative reason how you could have helped. So maybe like a, a moment that you would have given them advice or some kind of prep you would have done to have uh, like set them up to fail or kind of somehow helped that other person in that situation.
4: Mm-hmm but I think it's
0: very interesting that you're all virtuous because we've been uh, kind of playing with the system in beta back and forth uh, and you guys have been going between like virtue, uh, virtue, neutral um, and uh, vice very uh, like back and forth, it's interesting you're all now virtuous mm. uh, but yes, so you start to sprint off towards this space, now it was a good three hour walk uh at a slow leisurely pace towards yeah, Wembley uphill we were now you're running downhill back towards this uh, this goal in mind you've now walked this path almost twice so it's, you you know it very well describe mm-hmm. what the sprinting looks like describe uh balthazar for me
3: um it is very much um, uh it's, it's like a Terminator run, <laughs> oh <laughs> if a toad could do it. Uh, or, or the toad equivalent of like a Terminator run, just poof, 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 poof. Um, But it is very much um, sustained by uh, like that feeling of, um, of immediate, of wanting to provide like this aid and help. Uh, it comes from a place of loyalty and friendship. Like, he's spurred on more by his feelings than he is, like... Um, it's it's like a kind of fight or flight, uh, but the fight is, like, fight for your friend kind of uh, instinct that is right hmm. now taking charge. Um, and uh, he is absolutely willing to push himself um, because he's very worried for, worried for Pip. You know, she's injured. She was left with these, with these scoundrels... <laughs> um yeah. that are very likely going to make it back before he does uh because they're flyers um but he also like counts on you know Pip being smart and um being able to stall or get back but he just really wants to get back to her right now because he just doesn't know what's happening and he doesn't think that she's safe and he wants to help
0: yeah that is uh very sensible so mm. i would like you it sounds like you're being uh Consistent, tough, you're just pushing on. I think you should do... Um,
3: just bigger, or Bigger, a bigger check willpower? for me. Okay. Uh, actually, I wonder, because uh, if it's like kind of downhill, and he is, I I imagine he's doing like the Terminator run, the, you know, do, 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 do. but then if it's kind of downhill, he's gonna like propel some, for- propel himself forward. Stop streaming, guys. <laughs> So did we, did we lose much, or, um...
0: uh... when I said pause, that's when I stopped stream. Now we're back.
3: Ah. Ah.
0: Okay. I hope people can see us.
3: Hear us. Hear us. I'm gonna reload this stream. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we, oh. I,
1: I have the stream up, and it, we, we seem to be
0: moving.
3: Yes.
1: It seems to still be picking up stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Amazing. Sorry about that Hello. slight hitch there. Um... YouTube was telling me that the stream was not having fun. Uh, so I've downgraded the quality back down to uh, regular uh, 720p. I did a dab, but no one could see it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, to recap, I Balthazar was telling us smell. about um, the dedication that he was feeling charging off towards uh, Pipistrel.
4: Yeah.
0: So you go to put your armor on. Um, armor is very difficult to put on in a hurry when you're out of breath. And, uh, on your own.
3: Ah, heck, you're not wrong. So, describe uh, the process of trying to buckle board... up
0: the armor. You you pause, like, oh, crap, I'm gonna be in a fight. I have to buckle, I have to do this. Describe that for me.
3: Oh, my God, very bumbling. Um, very, like, you know... I don't remember all the straps go at this moment. Um, but I think, uh... Well, actually, you know what? Uh, because he's good at taking care of equipment. So, the way that he has folded up the armor would be fairly, like, straightforward, you know, slam it down, take off the the kind of front plate, and everything's folded mm-hmm. in inside neatly. Um, and I think it's very much like going through those motions of... I think it's almost like a, a slightly meditative moment
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, of getting ready for battle, uh, where, first of all, he gets a little bit of a breather from all the running. He has a moment to kind of pause and orient himself. Uh... Perhaps he has stopped it. previously when Pipistrel and I were searching for the coal accelerated rig. Uh, we had stopped by a large boulder that Pipistrel scrambled on top of. Oh, no, sorry, Balthazar yeah. scrambled on top of and then could see the, um, uh, the, the, the indents, tracks that it had the... left. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine maybe he stopped at this place as like an orientation point, and as he's just kind of looking around, you know, being like, okay, okay, I'm gonna have to go probably here. He's taking a breather, um, and he's gonna, uh, very meticulously kind of put that armor on, um, uh, uh, as almost like a meditative kind of moment of, of, you know, taking a knee almost, you know, silencing yourself, stilling yourself, getting ready for what is to come. Yeah. Um, and, and getting rid of maybe a little bit of that frantic kind of panicked adrenaline and getting more in the n- mindset of, you know, I am a knight, I'm going to go in and whatever I have to do to, to help my friend, I will. Uh, but he's also not going to be coming in like, run! you know, like, I run. <laughs> and, um, I, I think there's a moment of, of stilling himself that is part of both that like a chivalrous kind of, etiquette or, or the kind of things that he has been taught by his mentor um, and also over the course of uh, his, his however uh, significant or insignificant um, contributions to the Boer Wars. Mm. So it's a moment yeah. Of, yeah, of stillness uh, but also preparation so he's better equipped to go in there.
0: I want you to make a again a vigor check for me. To see how well you
3: put on the armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, could I kindly tag my taking care of equipment as uh, I would have it prepared in a way that is like all oh, the straps are, you know, they're not going to get tangled. I know which ones yeah. go where. They're color coded as little, <laughs> little red, sure. you know, green to green, blue to blue. Aww. Um don't see color? I hope so. he can. <laughs> I would love
0: it if they're color-coded, but he can't see.
3: <laughs> yeah, that actually would be funnier. Uh, he had succeeded. The, the color codes, the, all the greys match. Oh
4: my God.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, that's a success. You are able to put your armor back on. Um, and I'm gonna say that you're having thoughts about, you have like a, a in the back of your head, you can almost hear Lavinia's voice instructing you and again it's that sort of meditative calm of right green to green blue to blue on this plate need to have the padding in this place need to you know move this to here and also the instructions you have about combat about needing to be in the moment and focused on your task above all else and not being distracted by outside worries and anxieties and you feel that this is the training that Lavinia, your mentor, had really been instilling in you. It wasn't the Boar Wars, it wasn't being her squire. It was a moment like this, that you really needed to have all of these skills invested.
1: You guys are going to make me cry.
0: <laughs> you start. You then start to, to charge off again, um, and the it's been maybe half an hour of, of steady jogging and running downhill um you start to get closer towards the site um and i'm not i don't think toads have the best olfactory senses but they can smell presumably
3: yes um, they can i yes I, I like they're not they like can. a dog but
0: um they they can smell you start to smell or in fact you start to feel the dryness of the air over your skin it's been a very sweaty day and baking sun to begin with. But you feel a, a change in the atmosphere. And you, you just pause for a second, breathing heavily, and breathe in, and you smell smoke. Just the gentle, ever-present smell of it. Not like you've walked in front of a campfire, just a general... <laughs> everything smells of smoke.
3: Well, he thinks... Coal, accelerated rig. Coal! Fire! <laughs> uh, and, uh, imagines that maybe something happened to the car. Um, mm-hmm. which maybe shenanigans occur- oh, was That that scoundrel of a squirrel set the car on fire to hurt Pipistrel! Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's undaunted by the thought of fire. Um, but I think this just makes him more anxious. But also, probably it's going to be easier to spot where he has to go if there's some manner of flame or smoke. Mm-hmm. So he's going to see if he can uh, gather his bearings and see a see smoke billowing anywhere on the horizon that he can go in the direction of.
0: Uh, make a cunning check for me to you try know, and
3: orient myself. You know yourself. I can You know I can't. <laughs> you know I
0: can't. <laughs> it is not allowed.
3: Can I? Wait, this is an iron beetle. Can I say, can I my beetle handling?
4: <laughs>
3: it's actually, actually, a driving skill. We just know it's, you.
0: It's not quite <sighs> the okay. the the energy of that. That's more animal intuition.
3: Yeah, oh, um, I'm I'm gonna fail this. I'm gonna fail this, and I feel it's gonna be a high I just know it. Oh my god!
4: <laughs> oh no.
3: No, that's a crit!
2: Oh my god.
3: I crit! That's a critical
2: success. Oh, my god.
3: I think uh, this is uh, Balthazar's first crit on a cutting check, which is the only <laughs> way he can succeed.
4: <laughs>
3: it's either he has a stroke of genius or his eyes, like, glaze over and look in different directions.
1: <laughs> oh, I was, I was holding my breath. I had my
3: arms crossed,
1: my fingers crossed. Jesus. I'm so sorry for you... being so loud, but oh my god.
0: It's worth it. You pause. You look. You, you kind of... I think you're near that rock. The rock that you had climbed up on before. And you're used to... to Now that you know the best place to put your kind of your, your sticky paws and lash with your tongue, you manage to scramble your way back up to the boulder. And you look across the horizon. And you see, in the distance, a glowing red light over the horizon of, say, brush and, and meadow. And a general blackening of the... Of the quite dark blue sky now. It's getting very close to sunset. Um... And... You pause. You're about to jump off and run towards the... The glow. And then you pivot... Maybe ten degrees. And you hear... The scraping of stone and the... Gnashing of metal. Gentle and faint in the distance. Similar to the sounds of the machinery you heard. More wooden, though. Uh... At Bramble Dam, when you very first left on your journey, the, the craftables there seem to be constructing some strange machine out of wooden cogs. So you hear there's some of this machinery, but more metallic. It's not where
3: the red glow is. Uh, He... I, I just imagine there's this moment when he looks at the red glow and with the darkening sky... Um he's standing on this rock kind of silhouetted like dark at this point but Mm -hmm. those amber eyes of his reflect that red glow in like an almost menacing red way and he would reach for his you know, hammer and kind of grab it and have that intention of I have to go there and then he hears the clicking and clacking and he remembers that wait they were going to wait for Lutzen if there's clicking and clacking it's probably Lutzen Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, maybe hoping that uh, well, if, if there's a craft paw, then surely Pipistrel would have gone with him. And if it's not the craft paw, maybe the squirrel got away. And then he would kind of grip the his war hammer and say, well, he'll get some answers out of that squirrel then. Uh, and uh, he's gonna do like a cool Mega Man wall, uh, <laughs> wall kind of, what is it called? I forget the name.
4: Jump, leap?
3: Of- no, no, that kind of thing where he has, like, one hand on the side of the boulder and he's kind of, like, like, going uh, down like it. Like a wall slide. Yeah. Wall slide, there I mean, we go. Slide. Sorry, I just told- sometimes the English language just escapes my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does, like, a cool wall slide. Uh, actually, probably using that work like, that war hammer mm-hmm. um, as kind of leverage. Um, and uh, wherever it is that he heard that clicking and whatever that kind of craft paw noise is, uh, mm. that's where he will go. Because surely nobody would sit around, like... A suspicious fire. Like, this isn't a campfire, this is some kind of horrible... bad time. Uh, so he's gonna go towards what he had... what he had heard.
0: Okay. Now this is a chance for everyone to chip in, we are gonna be choosing a fortune for the coming scene. There are three fortunes, which I will write down in the Roll twenty chat now. Why am I typing them out? I have them already pre-written. I can just copy them over because I'm brilliant. <laughs> so your three fortunes. Hang on, I'm just gonna get the third one. I have a little, a little Google Sheets with them in. Your three fortunes are: horse, their cries filled the night. Your second you fortune are... is a bounty at great cost.
1: Oh and then your third god. fortune
0: is stamped out. Oh my I
1: god! I don't like any of these. Please
0: yeah, yeah, discuss. All... Which fortunes oh, you feel dear. are relevant, could be interesting, and what you'd like to pick. This is the reading of fortunes, the, a main facet of the vice and virtue system, and what I feel is my crowning jewel that's the most exciting part of running it.
3: Oh. Well, if I have anything to say about it, the horse cries filling the night will be those goddamn birds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Balthazar wants revenge. Virtuous mm. no more. <laughs> <laughs> um...
4: Oh man. Oh, I'm
2: personally drawn to the bounty at great cost Because I think like the risk reward thing is always fun. But very, that's
4: just very, me.
1: Very true, because I again without uh without giving away too much of the hijinks that Ludson and Pip got into for, for Ver's sake. Oh god. Horse their Christ filled the night fills me with just an uh, unbelievable dread. amount of dread.
2: Let's
3: go with that one.
1: No <laughs> Well
0: you know I, Well, I don't know, I'm between those two I think. I mean, we already have Ver's vote.
4: and oh, no, no. I,
3: I was- I thinking, think it's- I was, mm. I, I was- I mean, okay, no, out of all of these, I do think that one's the coolest in, like, the most terrifying way. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it might not be Balthazar's horse voice crying in the night, you know, mm. so it's easy for me to say. It's It's just I a mean, toad going, meh! <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it, certainly, it certainly feels like the one that is, like, the most loaded, and to be fair, I suppose, like- you know, like, Fraser, like, could apply to us, kind mm-hmm. of, maybe, but also, like, could also apply in Balthazar's situation as well. Yeah,
2: so... I I don't know. It could be... I'm thinking, I'm trying to, like, think it through a little bit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it could be us. It could also not be us. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know what's better or worse. I don't know. Either, either is a good one. I think between the bounty at great cost and the horse, I think they both have similar energies.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my, I'll put my money on horse that cries filled the night just because Yeah, let's email, go with it. Like, the imagery that evokes for me, I'm like, that's cool, but also, like I'm yeah, scurrer, man. like, I'm
2: real scurrer <laughs> that, like, That's, like, highest risk reward, kind of, in my Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm just a sucker for, like, these extremely metal-sounding uh, oh, yeah. prophecies <laughs> that Brian puts in front of us Like, I had one for Greer that was, like in something, I forget the full, full like title, but basically the second leg of it was like into death's domain, and I'm just oh like, God, of course, yes. I'm gonna go for that one. Yep,
4: yep. <laughs> This
3: could
2: be, this could be the starts of like an EP, you know? Oh uh, yeah. Like these could, could be go. the, like this could be the, we had our own album of our EP. These would be the mm-hmm. music tracks. Yep. Beast so, EPs. Beast <laughs> EPs. I like. Yeah. Let's go with horse. Horse. Their cries filled the
0: night. Cause
4: that's. Mm.
0: Oof. Uh, okay. So. The, the narrative camera shifts rapidly forward through the dry grass like tinder in the breeze to the clearing in which we find the first chapter image of this uh, adventure, which you will have seen uh, when you kind of clicked on this video. We see fallen down before the groaning, creaking might of an iron beetle under Chipper's paws we find Lutson and Pipistrel considering what to do next. Who would like to summarise very quickly what happened the last couple sessions?
2: Oh. Oh, I, don't, I don't think I can even remember all the details. There was so much that...
1: I will... Okay, I will, I will do my best to kind of quickly summarise what we went through. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, Pip and Lutzen met under hilarious circumstances. Um, we had a little travel through the woods, uh, which involved a catapult, which was hilarious
4: oh, okay. and everything
1: yeah. everything was all fun and fancy free and we were making our way back to the clearing with the car uh, you know to to fix it we heard it getting started up and we sort of rushed as quickly as we can towards it uh and you know we find um chipper trying to start it up we kind of we stop her for the time being uh and then De- definitely more hijinks since you, but there was definitely an incident with a <clears throat> log that was not a log. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually turned out to be a massive goddamn grass snake, um, yep. which we knew we would run, we run into eventually in the meadows. Um, and you know, we got we got lucky. Uh, neither of us got bitten. Neither of us got eaten. Uh, but Ludson did. <laughs> Did use something to magnify the light uh,
4: to, to distract abra- him,
1: to to distract the snake. Uh, and to be fair, it worked because the snake ran away. But then, you know, oopsie daisy. This is a very dry meadow in the height of summer. Yep. And, and wildfires do happen. <laughs> so we're now kind of in the in the accidental mess that uh, we created by trying to scare away a grass snake. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so welcome to that, Vern. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) We done goofed a little bit.
3: I'm moisture sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) My skin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Things are
0: about to get very interesting.
4: Ah, You look before
0: you. You see Mm -hmm. there are two... birds perched on the top of the beetle half of the legs the left side of its legs are creaking and grating across the ground as it tries to get up you see a tuft of red fur inside and hear the voices of these three chipper meadow sweet um no meadow song and crier uh arguing with each other uh crier looks up um, and spots that you've entered the sort of the clearing where the metal beetle was and cries Wait, out
3: it me me or balthazar no
0: not balthazar i, did no. say balthazar. I didn't mean to. no, no
3: you, you just said you uh which is why i was, thought ah, it was maybe, no i meant I,
0: I meant Lutzen and pipistrelle mm-hmm. hear uh crier call out ah they're back boss they're back and inside muffled by the the groaning, creaking of the metal you hear. I, I can't. Someone, come here, and pull this. And one of the iron legs, seemingly by accident, shoots out at its full length towards you two. Oh god! Oh my god! What do you do?
1: Oh, oh god! Um.
0: um.
2: Oh my god! I, I think Watson would try and like spin around and use his beetle shell to try and like. Walk some of it in front of Pippa's
1: trail mm-hmm. oh my god I think I think in doing that I think Pip would have instinctively if the leg is kicking out um, grabbed Ludson and like pulled him to the floor to like, mm. s- like hide underneath the leg as it kicks out
0: okay um, I would like one of you to make a cunning check because you're both trying to use the environment or tools that you have to avoid danger Okay. Oh, or, uh, I want both of you to make a roll, and whoever rolls highest will okay. go with their plan. Oh, right. okay,
4: okay. Okay, let's go. Oh, okay. Let's go with Lutzen. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll go with Lutzen's plan with the critical success. You do better than expected. The narrator describes how things go in your favor. The leg kicks out. You are grabbed by Pipistrel to go down the leg Mm -hmm. as you turn, kicks the chestnut, the dried cured chestnut shell of your backpack and sends you both spinning backwards into uh, some stems of grass that break your fall. You're sort of dizzy, but you're not at all hurt. Uh, You're now out of the range of the leg, but you see that it has left a massive groove in the earth and a jet of black coal, uh, gas and steam escaped the, the crunched spout of this beetle's head. lets out a painful... Oh, my God. Oh
4: my um,
0: God. ...of noise. Um, one of the, the back legs on the right side starts to... ...against the rock and... Um, ...sending sparks into the dull earth. What do you guys do?
2: Oh, my God. What's some reaction? We just do, like... Oh, my Beetle's never done this before.
1: Oh, oh, I think...
2: They don't know what they're doing.
1: We... Oh, I think Pip would, um... I think Pip would sort of turn to to and is like, Do you know how can we stop it? How do we... How do we... How do we kill
2: it? I would really prefer not to kill it, but we would have to get inside to stop it.
1: Is there nothing from the outside that we can, like, pull? Uh, you know, um like a a gear or something a lever that we could pull Um. to stop it from moving
0: so Lutzen, you made this beetle so if there were to be some weakness what would it be
2: Mm. i think if there's to be a weakness it would probably be like the legs are quite thin so either Mm. pulling the legs out to flatten it so it's like a you know like a spider on ice kind of thing or like or pulling the legs off but i feel like Lutson would know how they attach and detach like i imagine they're like a, a kind of uh, ball joint, you know, kind of like a shoulder or something like that. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. just like pop them out and like pull them off. Which this horrible, beetle but...
0: was made for walking; it wasn't made for having its legs pulled off. So yeah. essentially, its weakness are the the joints at the the base of the where the leg connects with the beetle. We have a handy drawing here, so I'm just gonna do a little click. But you see here where the the leg connects to the undercarriage.
4: Mm. those
0: have weak ball bearing joints that if struck at the right angle will cause the leg to fall off and that you hadn't quite repaired them and covered them as you intended to because the beetle was stolen before you could finish repairs yes
1: okay would it be would it be possible like do we have to destroy all of the legs or can we just get away with destroying like one or two
2: to, I feel like one or two the front or something, or like yeah. you know, at the front would kind of it would be top heavy or nose heavy or something. It would tip forwards. Yeah, like is the, I mean, I guess I would know. Mm. I imagine that the head has more of the like inner workings, so it'd be more front heavy.
0: Yeah, uh, the head is the coal generator. That's the, yeah. the engine. Um, so I imagine that, all, the all of the pressure and the steam that breaks uh, the hydraulics. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, interesting. Uh.
0: Oh lord. So having communicated this, it's, yeah. it's taken time to be like, oh we have to do this and this and this and oh what about the head? Oh you notice there's more groaning, you look up one of the 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 tits um, has gone in through one of the open uh, windows of the beetle oh, no. the other is still on top um, and they're all yelling at each other uh, the one on top is saying, no the bowl, boss, get out of the bowl, it rolls and um you hear inside again that strained, angry voice going Damn the ball! I don't care And the beetle is scraping, it is now shakily standing up.
1: Oh god, okay, we need to we oh, need no. to make a decision like now and stop this beetle. Oh. Lanson, you are the ex- you are the expert here. I think whatever whatever you think is best to try and stop this beetle, th- we should yeah. do that.
2: I feel seeing the Beatles starting to, like, they're starting to get the hang of it, Lotson is going to take his wrench and just kind of charge it in and try and, like, knock one of the legs out from underneath
4: it. describe what that looks like.
2: Um, Lutzen will kind of, like, calculatedly kind of, like, take a glance at a couple different angles, grab the wrench from behind his back, and just rush in and kind of, like, slide along the ground and try and knock a leg out from underneath it. Very, like, (laughs) Marvel superhero, (laughs) but...
4: But that I sounds not his
2: vibe.
0: That mm. sounds like a vigor check to me. Um, oh, absolutely. You're not necessarily being uh, strategic about how you're using the land. You're not trying to goad, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily willpower either. I think this is most vigor. So if you could do a vigor Would check for me,
2: I'd be able to tag my. I mean, either. I mean, honestly, like either structural engineering, eye for detail, or beetle aficionado.
0: Uh, oh, I, no, think, I feel like any of the three, you made this beetle, so yeah. uh, you could tag those uh, to try and strike it, yes.
2: Okay, right, so it's a double roll. So we'll do one there, one there. Wait, let's take the four, please. So mm-hmm. you've got a
0: success. You run forward. Um, the the beetle is shakily kind of starting to move. Uh, it hasn't yet, they don't seem to have gotten full control of it. And so you run forward, you leap with your your wrench and you smack at one of the ball bearings uh we're gonna say which leg do you do you strike
2: uh i would say one of the like front like right or left whichever <laughs> orientation it's facing you know okay like, one of the front ones
0: uh one of the front ones we'll say front left um okay. i'm gonna make a little note of the legs I was gonna
2: say, do we draw like a little fake beetle
0: if someone wants to draw a fake beetle from top down for me that's cool yeah. but i'm just gonna make a mark oh here. yeah that works. You strike the front left, you lunge and hit, and there is a resounding gong um, as you thud and strike it, uh, and it doesn't come loose. Uh, You feel the the reverberation, just the numbness stretch down your arms from striking something so solid and metal, uh, and then you've kind of come down onto your paws again, and you're underneath the beetle as it starts to... Clack and shift. Um, above, one of the birds says, "No, no, no, no! That one didn't work. Do, do the other one." And uh, suddenly, you hear a familiar sound. It's the docking procedure. It's a combination of levers. The beetle is going to go down.
2: Oh no! <gasps> oh my god! Is. What do you do? Um. Oh god! I see he'd roll out the way, but he, like, he's got a big shell on his back and everything. Um. I think he would just, like, instinctively just, like, try and hug the, the wrench or something to try and, like, block it. Or or no, he'd put the, re- the wrench up, kind of, mm. to jam underneath it and try and keep it standing, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, uh, make a cutting check. You're trying to kind of manoeuvre the wrench into a, a good place where it will, s- it will sit and stand. Yeah. Is
4: <sighs> so that okay. a success?
0: The, uh, the beetle... ...suddenly just goes... ...down. Um, You hear the... ...of all of the uh, hydraulics releasing pressure... ...and the beetle just completely falling down on top of you. You position the wrench such that the beetle falls down... ...and you hit one of the axles with the wrench... ...and
4: there's a...
0: ...as it's kind of rolling in the the socket of your wrench... Uh, ...the wrench... ...bends but doesn't break. Um and then there's the as the beetle stands up again. Uh Pippa oh Straw, what are you doing?
1: Uh I think you know Pip has no idea how this beetle works, but I think you know watching Ludson, like go underneath it. I think Oh god, I think the only I haven't got I haven't got a weapon. I haven't got anything. Like uh I think she's just going to try and like run to where the to where the two birds are and try and like distract them and try at the very least like get them out of the way so they can't help uh chipper
4: so Um, what would that look like
1: uh i think you know after after lesson ran towards the beetle and sort of slid underneath it i think uh what she would do is she would have like followed followed along and with her very sort of like scurrying little uh little bat body she would have like crawled up onto the back of the beetle um to try and like I don't know, like tussle with one of the birds, I guess, try and get them out of the way so so Ludson can maybe like, you know, do whatever he needs to do, like break a leg of of one of the like break break one of the beetle's legs or get this thing to stop.
0: Okay. So this sounds like it's multiple steps to get to that point. Mm -hmm. The first is getting to the rock, the second would be climbing on top of the rock, and the third would be jumping onto the beetle. Uh it's impossible to get to the beetle from the ground, it's too high up and too shifting. Um, That's fair. So, describe what it looks like for you to go to the rock.
4: Um, the large I rock think,
0: that it had crashed into, that it is scraped against
4: right now. Uh,
1: to the best of her ability, you know, I think Pip would. She would, like, run. She would run straight over to the rock and, like, you know, kind of wouldn't really be looking anywhere else. She would be, like, get to the rock, get to the rock, climb the rock, climb the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know climbing up the rock would be you know she's she's a bat she's a relatively good climber um so it would be as again just as quickly as possible you know to the best so it sounds we'll
0: start with just getting to the rock that sounds like a willpower check to me just to sort of like your 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 vision narrows you focus you've got your Mm -hmm. goal you just go
1: can i tag my staying alert because she's like she's obviously this is a very chaotic scene like she's Mm -hmm. still got like she's still a very sort of auditory sensitive animal she's still very aware of like she can hear chipper in the cabin she can hear the birds yelling she'll be able to hear the fire soon and like ludson doing whatever ludson is doing underneath the people (laughs) she'll be like she'll be kind of very aware of like everything around her right now into kind of like absolute panic mode
0: i'll let you tag that for advantage
1: thank you
4: Oh, okay.
0: Ooh. That was a six and a one. Six. So as opposed to the hijinks, we're gonna go with the success. I'm guessing. Oh God.
4: <laughs> yes,
0: please. So, uh, you, the, the beetle is now kind of turning around with the legs mm-hmm. stabbing into the ground. One of them lashes out, seemingly accidentally unbalanced towards you. You dip uh-huh. inwards underneath, around the leg, and then back out from underneath the beetle round towards the rock. Um, oh. Lutzen, what are you doing right now?
2: Um, so you said the, the the wrench is kind of stuck under there and bent, right?
0: Uh, or is
2: it bent the, the axle?
0: So it's no longer stuck underneath there because okay. the beetle dropped down on you, bent the wrench and then went back up. It didn't hurt you. Right. But now you uh, have yeah. a very bent wrench.
2: Okay, that's fine. Um, he will kind of use the wrench to kind of propel himself out from underneath it just as like mm-hmm. a, a kind of crutch get out from yeah. underneath it and try and take out the other front leg
0: mm-hmm. Uh so just so you know the first front leg isn't taken out you smacked oh, it right. but it didn't break it
2: oh okay in that case he will yeah just try and take out that, that, that first front leg then um, okay. in a way that is not going to fully like destroy it as, if he can but just kind of disable it
0: well, essentially, you have you have to break the ball bearing out. It won't permanently de- break it. It just requires mm-hmm. fixing, but it would take the leg off.
2: Yeah, that's fine. That's, yeah, as long as he's not just destroying it completely. Yeah. Um, but yes, I would like to do that.
0: Um. Okay, so that's going to be a vigor check again. You have sure. disadvantage because your your wrench is bent. You don't have as much reach or as much leverage as you had before.
2: Okay, can I tag the structural engineering again uh, to know like you know, where the right place would be to hit despite having a a kind of broken wrench or a not as useful wrench?
0: I would say, yes, you're able to sort of quickly do the math in your head to Mm realise what leverage you would need to do to use this broken wrench or this bent wrench to Mm -hmm. um, get the same effect. I'd say you just have a straight roll. That's fine, okay. So just Vigor.
2: Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Okay, so you rolled a five, a success. You do as well as you can. Then I have to describe how successful you are. You put the wrench in and then leverage and just push up and there's a and as the ball bearing falls out of the leg um, cool the leg stays there hung for a second before collapsing onto the ground the beetle then lurches forward all of the legs now Oh, trying no. to stabilise it and moving forward the left leg, front left leg has fallen off the beetle lurches away from the rock forward, scrabbles around and then there's the slope turning as it back towards you and in the front window you see a sweat drenched uh, kind of blackened coal stained uh, chipper looking angrily at you uh oh um, and it starts she starts to operate levers and you recognise them as leg operations, you see that uh, one of the cultists is inside operating another lever um, mm-hmm. which is the steam release, which normally you'd be operating with your tail, and the, the beetle starts to lurch forward and the front right leg starts to jab at you and stab at the ground where you are Oh no! Um, what do okay. you do?
2: Um, I guess he just would like try and dodge
0: out of the way there's not really much mm-hmm. he can do apart from that um, so this is going to be a contested uh, vigour check Okay. Um. so I would say if you're trying to dodge out of the way that sounds like cunning to me okay cool Um. Bop, 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 bop. I'm trying to see what I can tell. so I roll an O oh fuck I roll a die and you roll a die I rolled a 12 yeah, well, and a d12 because this is a mechanical beetle
2: I only have a d8 so it's only going to go one of <gasps>
0: So, it stabs forward, and essentially the beetle, if operated correctly, can be very fast. It's got Mm -hmm. pressure of a whole coal engine behind it. Black smoke starts to emerge from the horn, and the first jab misses you. The second jab almost catches you. The third jab flicks you off. It just kicks you full off into the grass. You take vigor damage from being smacked by this leg
2: uh-huh what does that mean oh that means i go down a dice right yeah
0: you go down a dice size Probably
3: for bigger yes I, want D4. I have a very quick question our uh virtue and vice can we use it after seeing the result
0: oh my god i forgot Not about after that. if you see that someone oh. has rolled low so if you hit like if there's like a oh there's a hijinx or if someone's rolled poorly you can be like actually i cancelled that but once i've described it it's happened
3: Okay. Okay, okay, that's fair. Okay. I completely you.
0: forgot, but thank you for reminding me, Ver.
3: No, because I, I was thinking of negating the 12, but I guess it's been already described. I just didn't know what I can chime in, but mm. I'll keep it in mind.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Balthazar, to you, you are running through the grass. You hear the crunching and grinding of metal on stone, and then suddenly above you, you see a dark shape flying through the air oh. towards you. What do you do? Oh, no.
3: Oh my god! Wait, what? A dark... A dark sheep flies towards me? It's rapidly me? getting bigger. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, is it like a bird? Or, like, do I see...
0: I'm gonna say, um, you pause, you're like, is that a bird? Is that a plane? Oh no, it's is a, a rat! Bird? Is it a hawk?
3: <laughs> yeah, do, do I hear like a... Ah! <laughs> yeah, oh you
0: brain. realize it's getting much closer, there's a, the squeak of... Ooh! Uh, it's getting closer.
3: Catch it.
4: You
0: catch oh. it. Uh, that's a vigor check, please. Uh, you throw out your arms. Catch that rat. R- rat rat <laughs> catch. Yeah. Yeah, that's success. Catch. Lutzen, you fly through the air and then land against something hard, but it stops your fall. You look up and you are like Fireman Carry in the arms of this very aggressive looking yellow-eyed toad.
3: Oh, hello. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Bowser just kind of, like, pauses for a moment uh, and says, uh, Have you seen Pipistrelle? Oh, yes,
2: Pip- <laughs> But if you Excuse me, I need to get back to Mount Beetle. It's going a bit crazy.
3: Wait, where's Pipistrelle?
2: Uh, follow me, follow me.
3: Uh, he's still holding you. He just says, <laughs> Point!
0: Oh, never mind. Uh, that way.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, runs,
3: he runs with Ludson in his arms. <laughs> oh,
0: <my God. laughs> you both enter back into the scene to see Pistrell starting to climb a rock Pipistrell describe the climbing process for me
1: uh she is terrified she is sweaty like but this is absolutely a hundred percent instinctive she is digging her claws into this rock she is gripping with all her might she is like you know she is determined to climb this rock so she can so she has enough room to be able to jump onto this sodding beetle
0: Mm-hmm. i'm gonna say this sounds like another willpower check uh you are mm-hmm. going as fast as you can just by sheer willpower this isn't the same as climbing the tree uh mm. earlier to like of this day you are you have to be up this rock
1: yep oh god
0: no that is a complication uh,
3: I, before before <laughs> you say what happens because we can do this right before you say yep, how it resolves. yep
0: you have chimed in
3: oh my god <laughs> you hear <laughs> Pipistrel. you hear balthazar's voice yelling <laughs> towards you and and you have the willpower to clamber up oh my god yes the power of balthazar's yells
0: <laughs> you don't know if you're hallucinating or if it's real but you just feel the presence of this boisterous toad in in front of you and you just push that final bit up you instead of a complication succeed you scramble up to the top of this rock you have your balance and you see that the beetle is close enough that you could jump it kind of lurched away to kick Lutzen and seems to have lurched back to the rock almost to rest itself against it for stability describe what you do next
1: Okay, uh, in this, I guess, as the beetle is leaning against this rock, in Pip's mind, this, you know, she thinks, like, this is the best chance I'm gonna have to be able to jump onto this thing. So, she, she kind of, she goes over to, like, the, the, the edge of the rock furthest away from the beetle, she shakes her little arms a little bit, and is like, okay, 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 and then she, she will sprint full pelt to the edge of the rock where she has to jump onto the beetle.
0: Mm-hmm. One step two steps leap do you spread out your wings yes you spread out your wings i want you to make a cunning check for me oh god
3: okay can you please. tag your like flyer feature or something uh, do I you don't... have flying
1: no i i can't fly yet but i like something i did in a previous session was i did try to glide it went spectacularly wrong so in her mm-hmm. mind she's like she's like don't mess it up this time as she like leaps and mm-hmm. spreads her wings
4: Yes. yes!
0: <laughs> you have learnt from your previous attempt. You expect the twinging in your broken or bruised arm. You spread out your wings and put more of the weight onto your white, onto your right wing, and you stretch and you glide down onto the beetle and land with a clang. Uh, one of the birds, uh, Cryer, looks up at you and goes. Uh, boss, got a problem. Oh, God. <laughs> Balthazar and Lutzen, you run back into the scene. You see gouges in the earth. You see rocks that have been kicked away. And you see Pipistrel fly onto the beetle, land on all fours, look up, and you see a angry uh, coltit start to try and peck her.
3: Well, Balthazar is going, he has Lutzen in his hands. He sees Pipistrel in danger He's going to say Help Pip! And he's going to throw Lutzen Oh my at, god At the bird
2: Lutzen well, was going to say Look at my friend, go get it, go get him oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, Go get him ah! yeah. I, You're like, go on Pipistrel And you realise, Lutzen, as you fly through You're like, oh, I'm getting them <laughs> <laughs> um, I want you to make a strength check Balthazar, a disadvantage. Lutzen is almost as bigger? big as you, okay. if not bigger.
1: Lutzen will be bigger than him.
3: Remember, <laughs> well, but I'm a very strong, sturdy boy, um, mm-hmm. and I have. And you're I have you are
0: also wearing armor, anime which anime is, is anime extra weight game. against you. So yes, it's
3: true. Um, if anyone wants to help me out, if I really fuck this one up majorly, remember you can. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I will. Use will my, you uh, succeed. Y- like. just, well, j- can I roll just in case? Yeah, me? you should roll okay. just in case. Okay. okay. Oh, I'd have to roll two.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I would have succeeded anyway, oh. so no worries. So Lutson's like,
0: be. Are you sure? Do you want me to? And you're like, No. And you do like a hammer toss. <laughs> so you just spin round and then just launch Lutson up. <laughs> Lutson. You're like, should we handspring or? Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, describe your landing onto the top of the beetle. Um.
3: Oh my god. Okay. As a note, uh, uh, Balthazar was aiming for Lutzen to basically like hit the coltit. Oh. <laughs> like, okay. He had something in his hands to throw at the coltit, and it happened yeah, to but- be Lutzen. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Okay.
2: I, mean, I feel oh like Watson would be I feel like this so, is like not in his forte whatsoever.
0: I would change this. If you're being used as a weapon, you mm-hmm. have disadvantage on this check. It's going to be difficult to try and land on this, but we'll see what happens next. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no, we'll see what happens.
2: Wait, am I am I rolling, sorry?
0: Yeah, so you're you're making a check to describe how you land onto this this beetle. Oh, this is going to be difficult.
2: I mean, I was- Okay, I mean, I was going to say, I don't know if he's going to try and even land. I feel he's just going to freak out because he's never really been, like, up in the air. So he's oh going to, like, arms just going everywhere and maybe st- kind of starts, like, twisting in the air and maybe the shell, like, kind of hits the, the colt hit. Okay.
0: Ooh, that could work. I'm just going to... I'm not going to say this check then. You smack... I'm going to say, store, you're looking up, you see this colt hit is about to try and peck you in the face and then Ooh. out of nowhere, this blur of rat <laughs> and tail just... Sp- smack both of them straight off the side of the 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 beetle oh my god just one minute they were there the next moment gone they're gone um (laughs) you you look and follow their their arc as they just completely fall off the side of the uh the beetle and, and slap onto the ground um lutzen uh you can take uh, any kind of damage that you like, but you do take oh damage God, from smacking into so a bird sorry. and then falling off of a, a beetle. That's fine. Well,
2: I can't put any lore on vigor. Um,
0: well, okay. you could, but that could leave you injured.
2: Oh. Oh. Hmm. I don't know if there's would I assume it would be. Unless it's like charisma or willpower is like damaged, you know? Um.
3: You could be dizzied. Mm-hmm.
0: Dizzied, yeah. So would that be cunning or
3: willpower? Or like, like disoriented for... Uh, the so sense. for example,
0: cunning could be disorientated, you're turned around. Willpower yeah. could be like it hurt, but it's more like your your will to go on is hurt. Like you, you land awkwardly and your tail has a bend in it and you've just got this pain that you're like, oh God, or it might just be completely overwhelming. You weren't expecting to be thrown and now you're feeling really worried and, and fearsome.
2: I feel it's a little bit maybe like that. I think it's maybe more willpower of like, he's like, oh, oh dear, like this is going badly and he's yeah. kind of a bit like hurt of just like oh
0: no this is not going well. Mhm. Oh. So I'll take I'll I take, a, take point a willpower damage. Um yeah. then Okay.
3: Nonsense is going great. I just, <laughs> I just got a strike like a, <laughs> like a bowling strike on a bird. Mm-hmm.
0: So the Birdie. the the bird is completely knocked off. You land on top of Crier who isn't moving. Um, as you roll off of them uh, the beetle is chaotically stabbing around. There's a... Um... Pipistrel, yes? Describe what it is like to hold on to a bucking beetle.
1: Uh, as soon as Pip feels like this thing just starts to, like, judder with, uh, you know, what I imagine is probably quite a severe amount of, like, violence up and down, um, mm-hmm. She would she would drop to all fours, um, and, like, I imagine that there's probably, like, uh, little sort of, uh, like, pipes and grooves and things coming out of this, out of this beetle's back, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, so, like, she's probably looking for, she'd probably grab onto, like, uh, one of the little sort of ridges on its back or, like, a little pipe or something just to, like, hold on, but she's, like, she's on all fours and she's, like, flattening herself against the back of this beetle to the best of her ability.
0: Okay, I'm going to say that's going to be a cunning roll because you're trying to look Mm. for handholds. You're not just gripping on for sheer life and you're not determined, like, if if I leave this beetle, it's all over. It's going to be a cunning roll.
1: Okay. Oh, please, 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 please. Oh, thank goodness. (sighs)
0: That's a seven. You, uh, your hand briefly taps one pipe and you go, nope, that's hot. And then you Mm. find uh, a groove uh, where a pipe used to be, but has seemed to have crunched off. That's cold. Instead, you hook your your one claw in there and you've spread your wing over another side and you are holding on as this this beetle lurches and shakes and cavorts. Uh, Balthazar, Mm. what would you like to do? I'm going to say it's like Um, your turn to act.
3: Yeah. uh, Okay, so Balthazar just threw a rat at a bird uh, (laughs) successfully. (laughs) This thing is bucking and uh, Pipistro is on its back. Um, he he sees that it's missing one leg, and thinks to himself, "Well, it can't buck if it doesn't have any legs on the one side." Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to grab his warhammer, which he had like, you know, strapped his back when he saw the yeah. shape coming towards him. It was like instinct to catch this this rat in distress. Um, so he's gonna unstrap his uh his warhammer. Um, and kind of, like, like give this kind of, you know, like a bull, like, snort from his from his nostrils. Just mm-hmm. yes. Um, and, uh, even does, like, a little, like, uh, before a bull charges, you know, how they, like, uh, scrap their hooves on the ground, he kind of, like, mm-hmm. goes, like, you know, uh, does something like that, and then charges in! I think like he's just bleeding out of his nose. Just, yeah, I'm like he's gonna... Bleeding. I don't, I'm gonna move him away, he's not... He's not <laughs> having... That. Um... He, uh, he is going to charge in, um, and, uh, uh saying, like, Hold on, baby, stroll! Uh, and he's gonna try to, try to hit the leg, like, where it connects with the body, just because that's, that's, like, an obvious point to cripple something.
4: hmm hmm
0: Um, which leg are you targeting? Uh,
3: the next one to the one that is already missing, because okay. we're presumably on the same side, because Lutzen yeah. would have been on that side and then get kicked away, right? So
0: well you finger. could easily maneuver to it and see that the leg is missing so you yes. run forward um i would like you to it sounds like it's going to be a vigor check to try and leap and smack this this uh ball bearing leg area
3: okay um i want to see if i can uh tag anything but beetle handling <laughs> come on Let <laughs> me <have> <laughs> <this>. <laughs> uh i, f- I uh, feel like
0: i want to I want to let you tag beetle handling. Do it,
3: because I would, cause this would be if there was an angry beetle. That's how I would take off its leg. Sure. <laughs> you know, like this is the same kind of feature.
0: I feel like the the logic is there. If you, if something's angry at you, take off their legs.
4: Oh
3: my god. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not playing
0: Greer anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is uh, a well, bigger this is check.
3: What's a living thing? Because Greer, you know, would be a. Uh...
2: This is true, this is very true. I
3: don't know how to follow the lines of something that's artificial. I'll just kill that squirrel instead. Oh, God! Uh, but, yeah, no. Uh, um, he's going to just kind of take out this leg, trying mm-hmm. to knock it off. Uh, so yeah, that's you, if uh, I a bigger check of advantage. <laughs> Yay, yes, yes. thank you. Oh, success with the four.
0: So that is a four success. That was almost a one, the way it rolled for me. Uh, so you smack into the leg I'm going to say that you don't know about the ball bearing so you just smack down on one of the thinner parts of the leg it crunches and buckles the leg doesn't come off you crunch down uh, and it kind of causes the, the beetle to walk more awkwardly in fact it stumbles the head comes down and there's a and part of the front of the beetle crunches against uh, maybe like a flat stone in the ground and there's a jet of black coal dust, hot and straight from the furnace that bursts out towards you. How do you avoid it?
3: Me, Balthazar. Yes. Um, uh, Balthazar, combat rolls away. He's the Dark Souls now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that's going to be a vigor roll. Yeah. And I'm going to say disadvantage. I'm tagging your moisture sensitive.
3: No! Oh, no. Um, Is this the first okay. time you've tagged
0: something against the
2: player?
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, I got a, I got a complication.
0: Does
2: anyone Unless
3: want to someone... use their order success? <laughs> or are we going to oh, go with this? Uh,
0: yes.
2: Yes. Take it out. Take it out. Okay. What
3: does Luxon do?
2: Um, As you are... Uh, Kinda of, like going for it. Oh my god! What, what were you doing again? Sorry.
3: Uh, Combat rolling I... away
0: from burning coal dust coming out of the the furnace yeah. of your beetle. Okay.
2: I, I like okay.
3: destroyed... or I struck its leg. It, its head fell yeah. down, and then a bunch of horrible coal dust is coming my way.
2: I feel he would shout out like the, like where it's gonna come out from, like watch underneath the like the chin or something, or like you know where it kind of connects. Like if there's, mm-hmm. a, if there's a quick. Mm direction he can give to to warn where the coal is going to come out like it's it's about to blow or something like that mm-hmm. roll to your left
3: oh, yeah it's like well he doesn't even like think about it he rolls because someone told him to roll to the left
0: mm-hmm. so that's a success you roll kind of the other side them. and the uh, burst of like hot black thick dust just <laughs> across the, the ground and disperses into the grass nearby you stand up um, to your feet holding your hammer and look back, and you just see the malicious glint of Chipper in the control room of this beetle. Oh, kind of teeth grinding.
3: God, seriously. I. W- I w- squirrel! <laughs> I-, I wish I was Greer right now. Because this squirrel would get tanned. <laughs> oh my god. Get tanned, um, bruh. Yeah. So, uh, I-, I think Balthazar are just kind of because he doesn't know anyone's in this thing. He's just like, it's a monster. Um, so then he sees the squirrel, and I think he's actually like really taken aback that someone is trying to actively do this to them. Um, mm-hmm. But very quickly, harumps into a like, this isn't acceptable. Kind of, you know, this isn't chivalrous is- at all. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Where is your knightly honor?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and boy. kind of his brow furrows and uh, he frowns deeply
0: um I am... Pipistrel. what are you doing you have uh, survived the bucking of this beetle
1: oh yes uh, i think looking at these pipes i noticed i, I imagine that probably pip is like there is like steam or coal or like there is like pressure coming out of these pipes um, and i was just checking my inventory because i had an idea i think oh. i think pip still has her wing patches Mm
4: -hmm.
1: (gasps) So, I think what she's gonna do is she is going to look for the biggest pipe she can find on the back of this beetle, and she is gonna plug it up with one of her (gasps) wing patches. Oh my god, that's brilliant!
4: Genius.
0: That is genius. That is gonna be a cunning check at advantage, because I love the way you're using your tools.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I will take... uh, I will take that nine. Thank you. Ooh, that was a success.
0: (laughs) You start to look around for pipes. Um, You find uh, one that has a a jet of, like, hot air coming out of it that goes... Mm. Um, And you try to stick in some of the wing patches Mm -hmm. and then there's like a... And they just... Straight out again and flutter away. And... Then out of the corner of your eye, you notice a similar pipe on the other side that instead of blowing is sucking in air.
1: <gasps> Perfect. She is going to like she is going to grab another wing patch and she is going to shove it. <laughs> shove it mm-hmm. down that pipe.
0: So you scramble around, turn around towards the the, the pipe. Uh in this time, uh, Lutson, you're kind of you're rolling, you're getting off of the the are going around. You turn around, and oh god, your head is ringing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you're like, "Wait a minute! Now that's more like, like, crying." And you you look towards the horizon as you hear the kind of grinding and, and screeching. Oh, fuck. And you see in the the red glow that is grown significantly in fact you didn't really realize there was a red glow before but there's now a a very thick red glow and the air smells of smoke and you can hear in the distance with your rat ears that there is shouts for help
1: oh my god oh no Mm -mm.
0: Lutson, what do you do? um
2: oh my god I don't oh my god I think Watson is completely torn. Like he's like, the beetle's gonna like ruin everything. But at the same time, like, where are the people? Does he know which direction or where they are?
0: Vaguely, where you came from with your encounter with the snake, that direction.
2: Oh man, um, he will just shout out, um, pip pip. There's, there's there's people in the bush. There's people in the in the in the meadow. There's fire. There's fire.
0: Um, I want gonna... you to make a either a cunning or a willpower check to try and catch Pip's attention because Pip is on a very loud, groaning metal beetle.
4: Oh, no. I'm going to say
2: willpower. Yes. Um, oh, God, there's nothing I can. I guess, no, I don't know. There's nothing I can tag. Hmm. Atlanta,
3: nah. I remember, you have your last oh. help. Oh, no, just, but, it, but it's a success.
0: Okay. It's a
2: success. It's a success. <laughs>
0: i'm gonna say that you you all you hear pip is just your name being called and you dart your head down to to lutzen and it's that Mm. slight breaking concentration on the task at hand that makes you go wait a minute what do i hear because you've got very good uh, hearing as well and you look up you've got the vantage from the top of this beetle and you sort of i'm gonna say it bucks against the rock and you're able to see over and you see the actual not just a red glow but the licking of flames in the brush
1: Oh, 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 god! Okay, this is oh no, getting oh re- no, no. real dangerous now. Uh, uh, oh! And you hear
0: like the calls for help from something okay, well, in some... that direction.
2: Listen, well, just go ah! scream. Just leave the beetle. Leave the beetle.
1: Oh god! Okay, have I have I shoved the um have I shoved the wing patch into the pipe yet?
0: I'll say that this is now your chance to shove the the pipe in and see what happens.
1: Okay, I think this is this is an absolutely this is a, a no thoughts type of action she just she shoves that that wing patch into the pipe and she she gets up and she starts running to the edge of the beetle and towards and she's gonna jump off the beetle towards him
0: mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say that's a cunning check uh to shove the the thing in okay. the wing patch
4: ah no no <laughs> um you can success eh? Can Can I can't. No, Virtue I can't is, is only someone ass. else. Yeah. So here's
0: what the complication is. You barely mm-hmm. manage to pull it off, but not without consequence. The narrator describes how the situation becomes more complicated. You shove the the wing patch in mm-hmm. um, and it just straight in. And you think, damn it. And you shove another one in and gone. And so you just shove your whole bag of wing patches in there.
4: Cross oh, wing patches off
0: it. of your kit list. You lose that tool. God, but there's a... And suddenly, Ooh. where there was, like, occasional gouts of, like, black smoke from the engine, there is now a very thick <sighs> of black smoke coming out of the top of the the horn spout.
1: Ooh. Okay, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> you <to> leap <laughs> and glide down from the, the beetle and land near uh, uh, Lutzen. Oh, um, okay. Balthazar, what are you doing?
3: Uh, well Balthazar sees that Pipistrel has, you know, leapt off of this thing. Uh, he doesn't know what's going on. He just wants Pip to be safe. Oh um, so he's gonna and he combat rolled away thanks to Lutzen's uh, mm-hmm. uh, advice. Um so he's gonna do another just just because he can, another combat roll in their direction. <laughs> so basically they're all like standing together. Yeah. And and um would he have heard uh, Lutz say like, there's fire, you No, know, calling out to Pipistrelle. Because he was on the ground.
0: I think if you're trying to go towards Lutzen, you can see Lutzen making those gesticulations. If you had done something okay. else, you wouldn't have known. But because you're going to Lutzen, you do see that and get that idea.
3: And he did see the glow earlier, so he has yeah. the idea of a fire. Kind of,
0: you see, like, Lutzen desperately gesticulating to something in the bush, you see the glow, mm. it's gotten bigger, you get the idea that, you know, you get the vibe.
3: Yeah. So, is, um... Cryer still next to
0: Lutzen? Um, I'm gonna say Cryer is still next to Lutzen, uh, Cryer isn't moving. Um, you, I'm gonna ask for either a Vigor or Cunning roll, uh, for your moving towards, uh, Lutzen, the way that you described it, if that sort of like rolling and moving.
3: Oh, I mean, I, 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 mm, I shouldn't have said that I'm like rolling, uh, it was just for fun. Uh, out of the other role, like he's just moving towards Lutzen, but yeah.
0: Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I, like, I said like figure or cunning, and I'm like, no, you. Of course, you wouldn't choose cunning. Yeah, you can do a figure <laughs> role.
3: <laughs> God, I hope I don't fucking kill Cryer. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So that's I a swore. three.
0: A complication. <clears throat> you barely managed to pull it off, but not without consequence. The narrative describes how the situation becomes more complicated. The, I'm going to say the complication isn't a direct result. It's just the situation amping up tension. You get over towards the beetle, but the beetle is now erratically kicking out with its legs, and it is backing away from you guys. Uh, yeah, you but can I'm see
3: not, I, I'm not going towards the beetle, I'm going towards the people yes, this, who are not by the beetle.
0: This is what I'm saying, so you get towards oh. the people fine, the complication is just the situation gets more intense.
3: Okay, sorry, oh, sorry, I misunderstood. It's not
0: a direct result of, of what you do, so you, you manage to get out from underneath the beetle and away from it, and as part of that, the beetle is also disengaging from you. The The legs are kicking erratically and moving backwards, and the beetle is actually starting to crunchily walk off into the brush away from the red glow. You are now standing with the other two, Lutzen and, and Pipistrelle, um, and there is the unconscious Crier a few feet away, say, like, leaning against the rock.
3: Uh, Balthazar wants to get to Cryer to wake them up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Like, he's just going
3: to shake him. (laughs) You run over,
0: and you shake Crya. Um, They are warm to the touch, but they are not responding.
1: Oh dear. Uh,
3: Can I shake them harder? (laughs) Uh, Yes. I want to wake them up, because, yeah, Balthazar, yeah, Balthazar basically wants to solicit them to, to fly to Willamu and warn everybody. Oh, you smart. shake
0: and you shake harder. There is no response.
3: Oh shit. Oh, um, God. is there any like blood? Is does this, this, this guy's like? Did he get like a, uh, you know, like like uh, his, his, his hit his head?
0: Make a cunning check for me.
3: Oh, can, you know I can't do can, that.
2: And lots of seeing this and trying to see Balthazar trying to wake them up. Because lots of them take out his can of oil and try and hold it under their like. No, Oh wait, no, wait. What, 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 this is a really they stupid do have question.
4: They do have yeah, nostrils. just something to can kind of like nostrils?
2: wake them up
0: to smell.
4: Smelling uh, salt. oil
0: is not smelling salts. Um, it, oh, I was thinking like you wouldn't wake again. someone up with a a a, a, a glassful of olive oil. It wouldn't have that effect, unfortunately. Can smelling I, salts are very specific compound.
3: Going yeah. off of that, can mm. I take out my delicious slug jam? To maybe lose them with uh you know, with like sweet food
2: is like an oil can petrol, but obviously so uh
0: unfortunately I'm gonna say you're you're moving around with your hands, you're you're digging at your pack and uh you take the jam out of your out of the pack and you're like ah food and you go to undo it and you're like oh this is really hard to open and then you realize that your hands are covered in blood
3: oh my gosh um so uh i mean you know baptizer's been to war like he knows what's up uh he (laughs) he uh is gonna look at the blood on his hands and look at crier um and uh I think just look around at the fire and say, because um, uh, he didn't hear the cries. Uh mm-hmm. He just is aware of the fire and he's going to say, it, it, somebody has to go in one, one willow moat if this thing spreads, it, it, it'll be devastating.
1: Oh God. It, Pip is like, Pip's never seen a dead body before. So she's like, she's like, uh, you know, she's, you know, she's scared, but she, like, she looks at Bathazar and, like, nods in agreement, kind of slightly shocked.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Pip, this is, how, how good is your wing?
1: Oh, God. She looks down and she sort of moves it gingerly. Uh, dear Game Master, how is Pip's wing?
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I You, you don't know till you try. Oh no. no, that's the oh, ominous.
1: No. And I am the only one who has an auto success left. God damn it!
2: I mean, that's a pretty good use of it if it continue if it keeps up. Oh. But
0: maybe that's metagaming gaming. I don't know. Oh, well,
4: well, this is mean, the thing. I, Again, I virtue is it.
0: about taking a step back, using that inference and information, and examining the benefits of everybody, taking in the whole scenario. The benefit oh. from virtue is you can. Automatically dictate the success or failure of another character's yeah. role. Virtue or uh, vice is the opposite. Vice is about being in the moment, focusing entirely on yourself, about indulgence and immediate mm-hmm. success. Vice's boon is also success only for yourself. Well, because
1: because I know in the last, um, like, it, it's it, it's been like a, it's like as we are playing. I know it's been like a, a hot minute, but like you know it has only been like a day since pip like had a rest and she has been putting the poultice on her wings she you know she hasn't needed to use her wing patches she hasn't gotten mm. any more like any holes in her wings she is like i suppose she is young there is a chance that she could potentially fly
0: but it's like, been about three they... weeks since you were in the field hospital at bramble dam for the broken yeah.
1: wing. And, like, so it's it's possible, but, like, there's also, like, this weird moment where she looks at Balthazar and, like, she it has been, like, it's been a horrible day and she's been, like, she's been really scared, she's really missed him. And, like, just the thought of having to leave again and, like, leave those two in the meadow, she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I think she would say that. She's like, you know, I can't, you know, even if I, even if I could fly all the way back to Willow Moot, which, to be fair, is not far, I, how could I leave you both out here with a fire?
2: That's very fair. Maybe between three of us we can we can help people and stop things. And then all three of us get there to, to warn Willamood.
4: But you help are people to stop things?
0: You are coming <laughs> to a crossroads here, guys. The beetle <gasps> is moving into the brush. The grass is parting before it. The opposite direction. You hear now and smell the crackling of fire. And cries for help. Very just dist- group. A group of cries for help.
1: Oh no. Oh god. We can't. Oh my god. I do? cannot leave. I cannot. I, like I know that. Like Pip is like. She would say we cannot
3: leave these beasts to die in a fire. No. Uh, so I mean, that's B- where we go. Balthazar, like, you know, he he doesn't care much. Like he doesn't like Chipper and these birds because they're the horrible mm. people. Mm. But he's just like, yeah. He'd just be like, um, uh, "Well, I don't care about what happens with these, these these scoundrels. There's a fire. There's there's people in need. We have to do something."
2: Yes, let's 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 go. The beetle's not going to make it that far.
3: Uh, Agreed. I'd, but I yeah. think Balthazar will like kind of look around last time at Crier because he doesn't know if Crier's dead or just injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and we'll actually like look at Lutzen. Uh and say, uh I I presume you must be Lutzen You're a craft pie, you're, you're one of the smart ones, right? Is this fellow it, it, are they still alive?
2: Um I guess can Lutzen try and check. Like uh, I'm yes. usually more more into Beatles, but I can I can have a quick look.
0: Uh make a cunning check for me. Okay. Um oh,
2: we'll describe tag the for, process tag, of what you do. Yeah, can I tag I for detail? Um, mm-hmm. and really analysing the scene and seeing what is what's wrong with them, what's happened, knowing that mm-hmm. I knocked into them and how they landed. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so with advantage. Okay, I mean, Two seconds have success.
0: Uh, in the chaos of the situation, you run over. Uh, you do something that you've seen Grimble do uh, in other places where there's been work accidents. You check their breathing. You... Mm. Uh, open their eyes, you don't know what to check for, but you open uh, uh, the uh, crier's eye and look, and they go, there's an eye there, and you close it, and then you put your your hand above the nostrils of their beak, and you feel Mm -hmm. breath coming out. You check around, they seem to have hit their head against something uh, as they fell, and they are entirely limp, dead weight. You think they are alive, but you don't think they're conscious.
2: Oh my god! Right. I think they're alive. Oh Jesus. my god, that's intense. Well, um,
0: you believe they're alive, not like yeah, like them. you're like oh you think, but actually they're a zombie. No, it's like you know they're alive, they're breathing, but they are not yeah. conscious. Oh, um,
2: Watson will say we'll pass that to onto the two of them and just say, mm, I I believe they're alive, but um, they will be what, fine for now.
3: What we can't, just, what if the fire spreads? I, and uh, Balthazar is actually going to pick the bird up because it's going to be very light. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, birds yeah, are quite light, even for yeah. that for the
0: size. They've
3: got whole, um, hollow bones, so they made yeah. it are lighter than a rat. He's, gonna, he's gonna, yeah, but he's gonna pick up the the bird, and nonetheless, because he doesn't want to leave it here, because yeah, this mm-hmm.
2: is like the this is like the tram car situation is like save one person or save like a group kind of oh, thing, you know? God, yeah, literally, Brian, why have you done this?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, honestly, because also, drama. Both like, I mean, Balthazar yeah. like, I can't leave this person here. That's but fair. Me, as a player, I'm thinking if Cryer wakes up and sees that we saved them despite everything and we ask them to go to Willowmoot, they will.
4: Mm-hmm. That's, That's true.
3: true. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think... know. Maybe they're, a, maybe they're a. We are, we are <laughs> in a clearing,
2: though. We but are I in a clearing.
3: A, yeah. Mm. And I do have, you know, Balthazar is going to be, be uh, hopefully. Uh, uh persuasive about this uh so uh, that's kind of my plan as a player, but Balthazar would actually take the bird just because it's wrong to leave someone wounded who's still alive. Yeah. um it's not chivalrous mm-hmm. even if they were the enemy um we're all still little beasts fighting against like horrible other things. He doesn't want like you know a bird or like some weasel or something to come over here and just eat it because they can because mm-hmm. that's horrible. You wake yeah. up and you're being eaten. nobody wants that. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh
2: Jesus. Typically it's never think, worked in my favour.
3: <laughs> I think Pip sort of seeing
1: like Balthazar like picking up picking up this little this little limp bird um would probably like sort of would be kind of heartened by this as like, you know, we don't we don't leave any beast behind it's like, you know, we have to save those other beasts from elsewhere.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, and you know, I think with her I think with her keen ears, she would like she would try and like lead um Balthazar, Ludson, and this unconscious bird in, into the brush to try and find these poor creatures who are who are trapped by the fire.
3: Or, or I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. You guys mentioned so, snakes, so you, uh,
0: you start. What? Well, what do you do?
3: Uh, You've
0: picked up the unconscious form of Crier. What do you Balthazar's, do?
3: Balthazar, this is all, He's not doing anything else. He has one D four in cunning, He can't help us. He's just here to carry the bird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you can't put the bird back down anywhere because everyone's gonna be on fire where we go.
3: Yeah, no, stra- I'll, okay, I'll strap we'll the bird, out. I'll baby Bjorn the bird to my back. Oh my god,
2: <laughs> a boost.
3: I love it. So okay,
2: good. yeah, we go, we we just we go rushing into the blazing bush, I guess.
3: Yeah,
1: look, we're gonna we're gonna try and find these other creatures and help them.
2: Can can Lutzen get a jump on top of the rock to get a vantage point to spot exactly where, if you can hone in on where they are heading or need to head where the calls are coming from specifically.
0: Uh you could. That would be a I'd say a vigor or a cunning check to scramble up to the rock and sort of get a better view.
2: I'll say I prefer cunning um mm-hmm. as being resourceful.
0: Yeah, and for kind of picking your way up the rock, you now have a fair amount of light by which to see the rock. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck uh you climb uh, up the rock oh can i
1: can i can i use my auto success here
0: okay Uh, uh you do
1: can uh can i um with pip sort of like she's she'll be sort of moving around the clearing quite quickly sort of you know ears up moving to a different place ears up listening very intently so she might be able to kind of point directionally in to the to the place where Ludson might actually be able to see something she's like i think i hear them but like from from that direction and she'd point to mm. like to where they might be.
0: Sure, you are. Uh, you get up to the rock, and then with the the additional direction, you're able to kind of locate originally where you heard these cries from. You see that there is now a fire. There is a, 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 a kind of a bushfire spreading through the meadow. It is spreading wide and fast. Uh, the because it's grass, it's leaving charred, embery earth, but it's also creating a wave of smoke wherever it's going, and a thick grey haze that blocks out the starry blue night um, above. Uh, And you can feel, now that you're high up, a a breeze push the smell of this smoke and the heat of it over you. Um, The fire is coming towards you. I'm going to move dear Balthazar out of the way.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll de- delete them. Oh, oh, no, 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 I love it. it.
0: Um, we're gonna cool. say the clearing is here, this circle that I've drawn. This is mm-hmm. the rock that you're on with the little X on. Okay. You can see that there is uh, the cries are coming from over here because of the the grass and the brush. You can't really understand uh what is there, but you can just hear mm-hmm. dull like cries for help. Um, they're quite high pitched. We're going to say that I'm going to draw it in a different color so that I can update it as we go. I don't know why I did everything in... Anyway, blue. We're going to use blue. Um, the fire is coming in in a wave like this. It is coming in this direction. Oh, man.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And in maybe a minute or two, it will overcome the clearing.
1: Oh, God! So We really are doing this like absolutely against the clock. Oh, Lord.
2: Okay, let's will see this, spot this, and just point in a direction. Not, like, jump off the rock, but just, like, scurry along and just beeline straight forward the direction. hmm And um, all four paws on the ground, just, like, like scurrying along the ground.
0: And people are following him?
1: Yeah, 100%. Pip is uh, right behind him.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, Balthazar is taking um, cues from where they are going. He's not, mm-hmm. he's not paying attention to uh, the directions, so to say.
0: I want everyone to make a Vigor check as they scramble through the grass.
4: Oh,
3: lord.
0: I only have a D4 left.
4: Oh! Oh, oh, like yeah.
3: Hell oh, yeah! Oh, damn it! Uh, can I use something? Um,
0: I'm going to be the classic teacher. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I'm trying to figure that out. Um can I tag my Undaunted again? As despite the stress of the situation, uh, kind of Balthazar's once again, like, you know, the, the he's a knight, but he was also for all intents and purposes a soldier. Mm-hmm. So despite the chaos of the situation, he's very much like focused on, you know, following the leader, like, okay, we're going here. And he's not like letting any of the surrounding uh, environment detract from his, uh, from what they're doing right now. Like he's in mm-hmm. mission mode.
0: Again, you're getting a, a, an almost flashback to uh, training hikes with Lavinia and other squires and knights where the knights would lead and they would set a pace and you had to follow them. And uh, sometimes you had to march with full equipment. Some of them Sometimes they were just for pleasure. But there was a really enduring hike around the toad log where you had to wear full armor and carry a full backpack and it was a forced march for a whole day. Um worst worst training day of your life. But there's oh, almost a comfort you. in that what you carried then wasn't as heavy as the bird you're carrying now.
3: Oh, yes. So you have advantage. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah you. even though the the weight of the responsibility I think is greater than mm. it was in that moment. Uh, <gasps> so ah, come on! Uh.
2: <laughs> oh no! That's so. Oh.
3: In
1: such a poetic moment as well. Maybe, to it, maybe it is that, so, like what you
2: said, like yeah, thinking of Lavinia, the responsibility and the of the
3: situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or, uh, or you... maybe like whatever, whatever the complication for Pipistrelle is. Oh god, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: So this isn't necessarily a complication in terms of, like, you fall and die. It's more of a how fast you guys are moving through this brush. So we've got two complications and a critical success. I'm going to say, here, you're making good time, but Lutzen, you're so concerned... That actually, you go ahead of everyone and you don't realise. You leave a trail and everyone's following, but you're the first to reach this area, this new place. You're moving Mm -hmm. through the grass, and you're feeling now, all of you, on to your right, the heat of this fire moving through this dry brush. Um, Lutzen, you move forwards and leap over something and realise that it is the snake that you fought, and Mm -hmm. it is full on slithering just directly perpendicular to you away from the fire like you leap over this log and it's just going this way like
4: oh oh my gosh god
0: um and it has it pays no attention to you it just through the grass you move on towards this point here it is maybe a minute very quick run you come to a wooden door in the ground The the grass here has been cleared a little bit, and uh, the the earth is more bare. And the difficulty here, you see, it's there's a raised area of dirt. There is a wooden door, and dirt has been piled and grass piled against it to disguise it. Mm
4: -hmm. Smoke
0: is all over this area. Um, and you can hear inside cries for help.
1: Oh my god.
2: Um, does it look like the trapdoor is trapped or it's hidden more?
4: More or like, like hidden. It's stuck
2: or it's hidden. Okay. Um, can Lutzen, uh, seeing that Lutzen's gotten there first, I, I think he'll kind of glance back but and realizing that Pipistrella and Balthazar aren't falling but then the calls for help are more like pressing. Um, can he try and unhinge the door or like like open the door.
0: Um yes, describe what that looks like.
2: Um Oh my man. I don't oh my god, my brain's all over the place. Um It just tries to like levering it with what left of his bent um uh what's it called wrench, kind of sticking mm. it in and trying to like almost like dig but also lever up open at the same time.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say that strangely it's a better Kind of crowbar now in this bent form than it was yes. as it's straight. And so you're like, ah, you kind of use that kind of keen, uh, bizarre ideas that shouldn't work but do. Just kind of mm-hmm. dig it in and lever. Um, use a, a bigger check at advantage. Okay. Oh, man. Figure.
4: Okay. <gasps> Critical oh,
0: success oh with a four and a complication with the three. You dig it in, you lever, you with all your might. And you feel a twinge in your back, but you push past it. And, and there's a as the door bumps up a little bit, and you shift some of the rock that's been piled against it in the grass that covers it. You push the door open, and a billow, a gout of black smoke comes out. Coughing and sputtering, you see uh, a little baby hair come out of the hole and it goes <coughs> and it looks up at you and goes uh, you're not my mum. oh no oh my and God. then says who are you and the kind of the, the smoke starts to dissipate and you realize there's smoke coming from inside this this burrow
2: oh no um i'll say I, I i'm hello little one i'm watson is is there anyone else in there is there anyone else in there yeah my brothers Oh, and then no, it's this
0: little, this little hair is um, maybe like a third of your size and is wearing um, a little kind of like loose kind of uh, coat uh, made from dried grass that's been kind of dyed green and has been stitched with little flowers. Um, and oh. half of them is black from like. Smoke I'm gonna dust. cry.
1: Oh my God. Brian.
2: Brian, you're really. Oh my
0: God. Oh. This is. Oof,
2: okay. Um i'll just yell down into the into the
0: burrow um
2: there's a way out this way there's a way out this way
0: and um the, the the rabbit says or the hare says they can't fit through this come on and he runs down back into the burrow on all fours
2: i follow i follow. Mm-hmm. you you go I've into goggles on, so you I put your balls helps. on you yeah. go
0: into the barrow and there is smoke all around the ceiling you see that uh, this is some kind of disused pantry. There is a small kind of like hole through which, as you kind of you go down, you see that there's a small hole through which the, the hair has come from that smoke is coming out of. And you hear very distinctly the cries of several similar voices on the other side. And the hair kind of like ah, 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 wiggles its way through. And then says, and you kind of hear Doled through a wall. Uh, made of, of dirt uh, and structured with bits of timber uh, dull the voice says guys I found a rat and the others go get us out of here and they're like banging on the walls oh my god okay I'm going to tag my
2: structural engineering can mm-hmm. I see where there's a weak point that I could break through the wall if it's just backed up with dirt and use the wrench to kind of either hit a structural support or again jam it and kind of crowbar pull it out
0: mm-hmm um, I'm going to say like, that's going to be a Vigor check. I'm going to let you make the check because you're tagging the skill, but it's not necessarily giving you an advantage uh, because it would just be hitting a wall otherwise. So make oh. a Vigor check. Oh no. <gasps> oh, my a critical God. success! Oh, my. You, oh, again, Structural that's Engineering, you have this immediate click almost as if like, oh, in the back of your mind you file away the information like, oh, that'd be a really good thing to take out of the beetle because clearly that's what was making this. Anyway, and you smack the wall (sighs) where this this bit of dirt has fallen down um, and how the beams haven't been slotted together and start to dig with the the wrench. And eventually the the wrench, actually one of the, the spurs of it, hook onto the wood and you're able to start levering. But it's not quite enough. Balthazar and Pipistrel, you get to the open door of this ba- uh, this burrow, and you can hear Lutzen angrily groaning inside.
1: Oh God, is there is there any indication that it might be anyone else outside, or is it only inside? Well, only inside, and from. you only hear inside.
0: dulled louder now the voices of people like banging on walls and crying.
3: You, uh, well, I mean, Balthazar will uh, will just. I guess, run into the burrow. Um it's like, come on, Pip, is I can hear people.
1: Pip would, like, take, like, one desperate look around outside her at the fire, and then she would sort of, like, again, like, shake herself into action and run after Balthazar down the hole.
0: Mm hmm. Um, you go down into the hole, and you see Lutzen is trying to lever a, uh, a beam out of the wall. Um, and you can see there's smoke coming out of a hole near the, 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 the lower half of this pantry, Uh, a hole that's too small for any of you to crawl through. Um...
3: Coming in! (laughs) Uh, Balthazar (laughs) will help Lutz, like, either to push slash pull on, you know, the leather, Mm -hmm. leather, what, the wrench? Lever. Uh, Lever, yeah, sorry, um, and if there's no room for that he would use his hammer to kind of wedge mm-hmm. and continue helping uh, but whatever is kind of the more obvious solution here like if he can just help push or pull or whatever it is that Lutz is doing mm-hmm. he will
0: okay I'm gonna say that you take your hammer out and you dig like the the, the the pommel of it into another piece of wood like Lutz has gotten just a, a lip of it out and then you dig it in further down and start kind of fulcruming on that make a, a, a vigor check for me
3: Oof. Um, if, can,
2: I, oh, yes. if I was to assist and point out another spot with my structural engineering tag, would
0: that help? Yeah, I'd let you be like, I've got this bit, you get that, and then I'll go here. And yeah, uh, you have advantage on your check. about the
3: Yay, time. thank you, Lutz. <sighs> I'll take that five, please.
0: you got a five and a two. Five is success, Three, you do as well as you can. The narrative describes how successful you are. Working together, you... Move the beam a little bit more. And then Lutzen goes in and secures it with his wrench. And then you go down further. And and there's a... And the beam crunches forward, causing a a hole to open at the top. A big billow of black smoke comes out. um, And you hear coughing. You pull the beam and then further, further. And the beam comes out of the wall. Onto the ground. And then the mud... Dry, starts to crumble. There are roots in the, the 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 wall there, and a big billow of smoke comes out that eases to a, a smaller trickle. Clearly, it's been building up, and there is a a hole in the wall large enough for a team of different sized but all young hares to come out.
3: Oh my god! And they
0: kind of stumble into this part of the the kind of the pantry.
3: Balthazar will just kind of go into, like, night mode <laughs> and just start, like, pointing them towards the exit. Because, um, uh, Pipistrel, are you... Did you stay back or did you come in?
1: She did come in. And actually, well, I was, I was going to say, while you two were levering that um, that beam out of the way, uh, I've, been, I've been checking my inventory again. Uh, I have bandages. And I think what she's been doing is she's been fashioning them into a way so you can put them around your face to try and stop as much smoke going into your mouth as possible because these hairs will have been like underground inhaling mm. smoke and will you know so she like she's gonna help as they're kind of running out she's gonna like help them and she's gonna like put a little bandage around their, their nose and mouth mm-hmm. to stop as much smoke getting into their faces as possible As I'm gonna say to get them out.
0: to get masks for everyone you'll have to use all of your bandages so mark it off as a tool um, yeah. that's it used up but now everyone has a cloth mask over their face
1: cool, cool. Gotcha.
0: Um Good show. And the uh the eldest of the hares, um to you, Balthazar, um, as they're putting on their mask, says Thank you, thank you for getting us out. Uh our, our, our mum went to the market at Willowmoot. She she said she'd be back tonight, but the a fire started and we could get out the front, and I had to send little Pip. Out the, the, the back way. We only use it in the winter. And can you take us to Willowmoot? Uh,
3: I mean, Balthazar, like would. Uh, first of all, he he's for a moment because he's stupid and for a moment he's confused about Little Pip. Um, mm. But Apple then <laughs> uh, he, um, you know, he he looks at this hair um, uh, and says, "We will to hurry to Willowmoot as as fast as possible." We, we have to warn them of this incoming fire if they don't know about it already. Uh, go out, go out as fast as you can and watch out. The fire is coming from, I think it's going to be the left hand side from where we're at now. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he will like, say, yeah, watch out for the flames. Uh, we'll all rally together and make it to Willowmoot without any trouble. Don't you worry, little one.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask you to make a willpower check to see how much you can calm and inspire these. Yeah.
3: Can I tag my chivalrous etiquette? Yes. Uh, as between his shining armor and you know, and big warhammer, he might be able to inspire
4: mm. uh,
3: confidence in these little I- types.
4: Mm, Sorry.
3: Oh, sorry. I I rolled with willpower despite, you know, you didn't even say if I can. I'm sorry. Well, I I did did say
0: willpower. I was gonna say, actually, it's a straight roll, because you're also covered in blood and have a a seemingly dead bird on your back, but you rolled a six first so you
3: succeed. Yeah, so it was the first one. I'm sorry, I just rolled before you even said (laughs) it. Just excitement. It's not a dead bird. It's an infirm... I'm obviously helping it. Yes. You're (laughs) covered in blood. I'm covered in the... It, it's not blood it's just it's ketchup it's, jam. it's my slug jar like they, they see me like they're like oh no blood and then like my, my pack moves a little and they see the little jar of slug jam and they're like oh no he was just enjoying slug jam with this bird
4: sure <laughs> sure
0: you're trying to explain but they're already like we're gonna go <laughs> um oh my god you step out uh I'm going to change the music to something a little bit more atmospheric. You step out of the, the burrow, this back entrance, and the firewall has moved forward.
3: Oh, no. Oh, God. Is it right over us?
0: It is at the edge of the clearing. There is, like, hot sparks and black smoke everywhere. It's actually very hard to see, and you can feel... The only thing you know for sure, you feel the heat of where the fire is. That kind of orientates you a bit. Um... We're going to go a little bit more, like, dilated in terms of time now. I want you to kind of describe what each of you are doing to try and get you back to Willow Moot.
1: Uh... Oh, God. I think Pip would be... Well, like, I think it's probably quite fair to say that we're all, like... If we know which way the fire is coming from, we're all, like, moving in that opposite direction. Mm. Um, and I think... Oh, God. Is there anything I can use here? Oh! Uh... Uh, I have a map. I do have a map. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I think, I think, you know, leading away from the fire and, like, you know, using her, <laughs> using her, using her map and her kind of like the bearings that she's gotten from kind of wandering all over this field with with, with Balthazar with with uh, mm-hmm. Ludson. She's she's trying very hard to like direct these little hairs and like keep them following and moving as quickly as possible away from the fire towards Willow Mood. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a mm-hmm. cunning check from you. Um, yep. And I'll ask everyone to make their checks at the end, because then we'll resolve them all at once. But okay, I can be cunning okay. from you. Um, Lutzen, what are you doing to help? A very
2: good question. Um, I feel Lutzen would be... Hmm, with an eye for detail, would I be able to kind of... No, because I guess that's kind of what... when we well, be just aiding pipistrel in, like, navigation? Um, being able to kind of figure out where the, where the fire is coming from and which way we need to head and which way Willamut is, like, kind
0: of instinctively. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you're going to aid with the map reading where mm-hmm. uh, 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 Pipistrel is trying to find a direct and quick route you're trying mm-hmm. to use and guess where the fire is going to spread to next Yes. to yes. help guide a safe route. Uh, yes. Balthazar, what are you going to do?
3: Um, Balthazar is just going to try to keep morale high uh, kind of corral the little hairs if anyone, like, Aww. if anyone's kind of falling behind, like that little one that mm-hmm. that got to us, like he's gonna you know, always make sure to wait for them um, mm-hmm. just kind of have that, I think uh, once again that toadstool squire-like flashback of all of them helping each other and being in their little squad and stuff, and or mm-hmm. in their uh, knot um, and just making sure that everyone's together and and Feeling good, and if anybody, you know, if like one of the kids start crying, he like gives them a pat and says, "Don't worry now, we're not very far at all. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I'm sure that your mom is very worried, and she'll be very happy to hear how brave you've been. You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh my god, um, I'm gonna cry. Me too. And, okay, uh, so, yeah, so morale, morale check. you Strel
0: on Lutz, I would like cunning checks from you to begin with.
3: Mm-hmm. Cool. No. <clears throat> Mr. sure, can you not tag anything? I uh, what can I
1: tag? I I actually wait. I'm I'm dumb. I have a reading. I have a reading maps, like but, like part of my <laughs> you job just is you like had I a map. I, I, did, <laughs> I have a map, but I completely forgot. Like okay, I.
0: And a messenger. I will let you retroactively have advantage.
1: Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs> this is not the time for a hijinks.
3: For God's sake. <laughs> I'll take a complication over a hygiene.
0: <laughs> 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 um, you barely managed to pull it off, but not without consequence. The narrative describes how the situation becomes more complicated. Um, However,
2: it is a combination <laughs> between us.
0: I'm so gonna say.
2: Also,
3: I I have yet to roll mine. Do you want to resolve this before I roll mine? Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm gonna say, because <laughs> we're gonna get to yours. This is just Uh-oh. the the way things are going. Um. Everybody takes one Vigor damage. Oh, yes. you... i dropped my any lower. You're going to have to roll it, and if you roll a one, I'll describe what happens next, but we'll do that in just a sec. Essentially, okay. the smoke is almost more dangerous than the fire itself. You are having mm-hmm. a really hard time to guide away from the smoke or away from the wind that's pushing the smoke and making the air hard and choking yeah. um, mm-hmm. without... Uh, also deviating from willow moot um you are working as best you can together um, but this is the the best result you have is everyone takes one vigor damage so everyone lower their vigor die by one and if it's a a d4 you need to roll it and we'll see what happens next oh no right
3: oh okay it's not a one
0: okay with the mask that you have on from pipistrelle you mm-hmm. hack and cough and are feeling really rough, but you manage to push on past possibly an injury. Okay. Uh, good. Nothing oh. happens, nothing bad happens quite yet. Oh, um no! Balthazar, I would like you to make your willpower yeah. roll.
3: Uh can I tag my triv- chivalrous etiquette of the Toadstool spires working together and being I that like kind that of memory, figure? yeah. Uh, yeah. But also a, a kind of, you know, these kids maybe never saw a, a knight like this.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so kind of being like this to them uh, with his exemplary kind of knightly behavior, like this hero that they can cling on to.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a different use of your chivalry. I really like yep. that. So you do get advantage. And you definitely <laughs> won advantage because you rolled a one, which is hijinks.
3: <laughs> I'll take my four. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm so sorry for my, like, seal noises there,
0: but I genuinely <laughs> had, like, a heart attack. Ooh. Too um, you almost lose one of the hairs.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <gasps> Not in, like, a, like, oh, whoops, I've misplaced them. Uh, it's dark. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, after this, you you kind of, it's the, the small one at the back who's very tired. Um... After this, you make sure that everyone's holding hands so they don't get lost again. Um, yes. And you manage to keep all of these uh, hairs working single file towards the goal. Um, there is one final challenge ahead of you, guys.
4: Oh, my God. Okay. Oh.
0: There is a wall. that A wall of fire has pushed around past you. So if we'll say that uh, there's a blue X over here, this is a uh, this is Willowmoot. The fire has pushed round like this. Oh no. Oh, okay. Wow. And is now left a wall of burnt ground ash, hot embers in your wake. How will you navigate it? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, god. If the blue is where the fire actively is, you have to sort of pass through it, go over these embers and pass to the other side to get to Willowmoot.
4: Or, Wait, or you can, can do anything so there
3: is so there's a wall of fire here but there then there's all the embers here so there's technically yeah. like two walls of of fire between us yeah and, and, Willow right.
0: and you can see that the fire it's not like the fire is like five miles of fire it's like a thin wall of fire that is burning through mm-hmm. the dry grass
2: oh is there a way God. that lotson would be able to take his backpack and use it as a kind of shield and kind of rush into the into the thin kind of wall of fire and push out some of like break up a path through the middle. You could try. Yeah, I think I want to do that. I think i want to try and like spin the back the backpack round right onto my front and use it as a kind of like not battering ram but to kind of like a some bulldozer. Grass and...
3: if, yeah, if we do something up. together, would uh would because maybe seeing that he wants to do that, Balthazar would say. Uh what if we find some stones and put them down like a bridge above the fire they they shouldn't catch fire right if we're fast we can walk on them before they get hot and i yeah. think Watson you would know where to place them you seem like the mm. rainy.
2: i do if I, i'm going to do the, the kind of battering ram thing it depends on how how what's
0: the time pressure on this
4: mm.
2: as you my can thinking. do
0: one thing
4: Oh, okay. Like once
3: and you then, do, like,
0: once you make a plan and do it, that's your your attempt. Yeah, uh, it's, you can't well, be like, I oh, I failed. I'll try something else. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. That the time pressure is not like you have like thirty seconds of stuff. It's just you get one chance
2: okay more thinking for like do we have time to search for like stones or whatever and then yeah i'd say
0: like you have chance to like look around try and roll find a stone try that plan but once you start committing to looking for stones that's like you're trying that plan. okay that that, makes that, sense. That's <laughs> plan. yeah, yeah I would, I would and,
3: and, and to... also we are trying to do something for not just i am traversing this fire i'm doing something to help everyone else right is that kind yeah because there's the... like
0: seven yeah.
2: uh babies yeah, yeah. oh
3: my okay. god there's so many babies
2: right yeah, either way. I'm, either way, I'm going to tag my outlandish solutions,
0: mm-hmm. which is okay. like the
2: things, that, the things that shouldn't work but do.
0: Okay, so um, I'm going to say, Balthazar, I want you to make a vigor check to lay these stones, but Lutzen, first I want you to make a cunning check at advantage to oh, find just, appropriate stones. Just
3: v- very quickly, are we actually committing to the stones then? Because I just suggested that but didn't realize maybe that you know, because I, I suggested it, but I don't think everybody was like, "Yeah, let's do that." I don't I mean, want
1: to be. I mean, to be it. to be honest, I don't know what other options we really have right yeah, now. Like the, the fire, stones? like we are, we are, we are small animals, and we have babies in tow. Like we are not going to outrun fire. Yeah. Um, and this is the most direct course of action, and you know, go, I can't, I can't see baby hairs dying. I just can't yeah. do it. It's too hard. Can I?
2: Would I be able to know as like an engineer? If, if, like, would stones be enough to flatten or make a clear path, or would it be better to try and beat it if down? If you do this like right, a, it'll work. As, okay, as, like, an analysis of, like, the, the situation before we do mm-hmm. anything.
0: I'd say if you... Technically, this would be the boon you get from uh, being neutral, which is ask a question about your actions and get an honest and complete answer. But I'll give it to you anyway. As an engineer, you would know that this would work safely if you pull it off.
2: Okay. That's good enough for me. That's the
3: only problem, is that's pulling good it, enough. it off. Yeah, That's
2: good enough for me. I and mean, then with advantage, with the Outlander solutions. Was a cunning yeah. roll, was it?
0: Yeah, so cunning, please. Okay, oof. One.
4: You oh, can only get
0: better from here. Okay. Okay, so you've got a success from your seven. Uh, you do as well mm-hmm. as you can, and I describe how successful you are. You are able to point out the stones and where they need to go. Now it's all on Balthazar to move them into position.
3: Yes. Balthazar... Um. Um, as he's picking up these stones, uh, they happen to be uh, the size and shapes of the carapaces of all the beetles he's dealt with, and he's like, Oh, this is <laughs> this is just like Greatland beetles. Can I can I tag my beetle handling for the familiarity of the shape of the stones?
4: That is the shantiest. <laughs> I love it. Oh that. my
0: god. Okay. So I was going to give you disadvantage because you're moisture sensitive and you're dealing with fire. I will let you make a straight roll <laughs>
3: nice. for the love of
0: your zaniness there. Oh my
3: god! Well, you're, like, um, you're hurting
0: kids instead of beetle.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all like beetle handling. Oh God. So is this a vigor uh-huh. check?
2: Vigor check. Straight roll.
3: Okay. I have a D6 on this guys. I'm very, very scared. Oh. Wait,
2: do you, oh, I was going <sighs> to say, do you get any advantage from my like positioning or, or figuring things out?
0: You've used the you've used the advantage and the disadvantage, oh, yeah, it's just yeah. a straight roll. I guess um, uh,
3: Pip is helping me, but I guess I've already rolled.
0: You've, yeah, you've already rolled, and also you've got that, you, like, you had everything in theory. Like, it would have been a straight yeah. roll, by the way. Yeah. Um, the fire licks and burns at you as you lay down the stones.
3: Oh you take fine. a vigor damage. It's actually I got to d4, but I'm fine. You're able like
0: to... That's. I'm going to say actually that it heats up part of your armor and it kind of burns. And it's like, oh god, that really hurts. And you don't want to lift the armor up to see what it's like underneath.
4: No, nope. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> You're and, like, can't also, see it? No problem. Yeah, he uh, he grimaces through it because he doesn't want to scare the kids. Oh, mm-hmm. Because maybe if he had moved away or taken it off or something, he could alleviate it. But he feels that if he does, they might see horrible, you know, just like burns or smell something and he doesn't mm. want to.
1: I think okay. while... Wall- I think while uh, uh, Balthazar is like moving the rocks, I think like Pip will have kind of taken over general sort of shepherding duty of of, of the kids, um, and will be trying her best to also like keep up morale and you know be like you know Balthazar is so brave and like look he's he's building us a bridge and everything like she will be trying very hard to kind of keep them occupied and thinking about something else uh, while this bridge is being built.
4: Hmm.
0: Cool. Um, so you lay this bridge. You take the bigger damage. The final hurdle to circumvent is this burned, charred earth.
1: Oh God.
2: Okay. Hmm. There's no more stones around to make more stepping stones, is there?
0: It would be too much. Uh, it's it's hot earth, and there's too okay. much too far to to travel to make stepping stones. Or to carry oh, the stones with you, if that makes sense. Uh, it, yeah.
3: Balthazar will, if he takes his hammer and kind of uses it, you know, to brush the embers away mm-hmm. in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. he can like make a path where it's not as burnt. He's already yeah. he's already hurting from the heat and stuff. Like he might as well, you know, he's gonna put himself in. Mm-hmm.
4: I
1: have I have something else that I could also try. If Balthazar is using his hammer to kind of like sweep away stuff, if there are like burned embery moments Pippa's still got her sleeping bag and she could use that as like like sort of as like a um like just like like just snuff out the flames. so like she's going forward and like sort of kind of like padding her sleeping bag on the ground at a spot and trying to get rid of the fire and then moving forward padding out another spot of like burnt earth like to kind of help balthazar along
2: Mm -hmm. but bouncing off from that if letson saw pip uh taking out the sleeping bag Could he kind of spontaneously, you can tag in a spontaneous construction fashion, like, you know, kind of not maybe like tear it in like along one seam and make it longer for like a longer secure path or something Mm -hmm. to walk on top of? Mm -hmm. Like, Um, if if Pip was like willing to sacrifice it. Is Pip willing to sacrifice it? If that was the direction you were going.
3: Uh,
2: But if not. I mean.
3: I think... I th- oh. Wait, no, if she doesn't want to, Balthazar will dig out for his blue banner, blueberry banner of his people oh. and say, you can use this! It will... I think it's a good use for a banner to help everyone along. I don't oh. mind if it's ruined in the process. I think it's a better use for it than just waving it around, wouldn't you say?
1: I think, sort of, I think Pip would take it from Balthazar and be like, but are you sure this is... This is a, you know, she look at like the stitching on the blueberries and the, and the flowers and everything, and be like, this is this is a beautiful thing, and it's of your home, Balthazar.
3: Well, I think I would rather lose this than all of us in this moment.
1: And I think she, you know she would sort of, she would she would take the banner, um, from from Balthazar and like, but I think she would take the banner, but I think she would also she would still use her her rucksack, so they can just make. A, like a,
3: them together, like or... stitch,
1: stitch as much like fabric together to make like a huge like, snuff thing to kind of like
0: I'm going to say that the, the way it would work you would attach Lutzen could make a, a device very quickly on Balthazar's hammer that makes a wide path and kind of brushes mm-hmm. a wide path mm-hmm. and Pipistrel you have your sleeping bag ready to go for larger kind of piles of, of burnt area and earth that you can snuff in spots, so you're working yes. together. Yes. Lutz, I want you to make a cunning check for me.
2: Cool. Uh, just as is, or with the spontaneous con- construction? Uh,
0: with you your spontaneous con- construction, you can have advantage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you say cunning? Yeah. hmm You make the 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 random kind of brush thing immediately with your success. Uh, Balthazar and Pipistrelle both want you to make vigor uh, checks for me.
3: Okay. Can Balthazar? Because. You know, using his banner for this, like destroying it would this count as a chivalrous etiquette kind of move mm-hmm. of this is but a symbol. The true knighthood of Blueberry Pond is in the heart. Mm-hmm. In
0: fact, I think the way you're describing that, that's going to be a willpower roll. It's, willpower, okay. This is above and beyond just a single knight. This is what the the Knights of Blueberry Pond stand for. Yeah. This is truly then- what the banner is.
3: Mm. And I am removing the banner from my gear because mm-hmm. I think it would get messed up. Um, so, is this a straight roll or advantage?
0: Advantage. And it's willpower, not vigor.
3: Yeah.
1: Is it still vigor for me oh, or is it come for me? Oh, come mm-hmm.
3: on!
0: And it's vigor for for Pipistral unless you want to describe it in another way.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm just, really oh, mad no. at my roll. <laughs> oh, no. Can I. Uh,
1: I don't know if I can tag anything. Ugh. I don't know if my inquisitive nature would help me here. No, I think I'm just
0: gonna <laughs> Not quite. You it well. can't really quiz the fire for info. Not
1: really. Oh my god.
2: Dang
0: it. What are your true intentions, no! fire?
2: Oh my god,
4: guys.
0: Pippa Strauss. Whoosh. Gone.
4: Uh, no! Um, no! Uh, <laughs> I just found her!
1: <laughs> it's been 84 years. You can't take us away from each other already. <laughs> oh
0: my god. You go as fast as you can through this uh, kind of burnt landscape and the closer you get to Willowmoot, the louder you hear on the wind a bell, a warning bell ringing clear into the night and you hear animals moving around, um, kind of people yelling in the distance of of Willowmoot and the closer you get, you see on the horizon the silhouettes of animals and then something blinks in your eyes something bright you realize they're shining lanterns at you and oh. then you hear a low and growly voice go over here, there's animals and then uh, another one go oh yeah I see them and kind of
4: honor.
0: is the goddamn honor? With the hat,
4: oh my god!
0: And it I'm comes kidding. up, and he comes over with his milk pails and stuff. But instead, he's got buckets of water, oh, and that. he throws the water over you, and then oh. is dripping water behind him to douse a path. And you have this cooling water kind of go down on top of you, and you didn't realize how hot and dry and baked you were from the heat of this this wildfire, mm-hmm. and then as you kind of are guided towards Willowmoot by this sort of rescue party, you see there are other rescue parties going out from Willowmoot, and you suddenly hear this kind of cathartic scream, and you see this hare run over to you, and she goes, Oh my god, my babies! Oh my god! Pip and Burr and Bram and Pod! And she's kind of grabbing all of them and just hugging them.
4: And they're all like, Mom, Mom, Mom!
0: This is not okay. (laughs) uh, And you are all ushered towards Willamute where there is a kind of guard of animals on the perimeter with brooms and with rakes. They've cut down the grass to make a firewall and you are guided from the chaos and the heat and the dryness of the fire into the cool shaded halls of the bent branch.
4: Oh. oh. I think my that's God. where we're going to
0: end today's episode.
4: Wow.
2: <sighs> Who at one point said that like the the story of like Pippin Balthazar wasn't dark enough yet? <laughs> <laughs> I, think was, I think it was you, Atlanta. At one point, you're like, yeah, like I could. It was quite nice. It's been refreshing having it be like a little bit darker and gruer story. Well.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got what I. Asked for? Uh, yeah, the monkey's <laughs> paw curled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but my... hey, honestly, I'm actually really glad that we grabbed Cryer, because they would have totally died in that fire. Oh, 100%.
1: Yeah. You, you definitely made the right decision, because like they would have... they would have Combusted.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: <against all> that <laughs> smoke. Just KFC out there in the meadow. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my god.
3: I should play a predator. Oh, I mean, yeah,
2: it would be KFC, it would be... Fox. Kentucky Fried Coltet. Yeah. Pickers, uh, oh my God.
3: No. So so what is K-F-C-T?
0: KFC
2: T? <laughs> KFC.
3: <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. KFS, Kentucky Fried Songbird.
3: Oh
2: no! <laughs> oh my God! Would it be Kentucky Fried? It would it be Scottish Fried? Like or fire Fried? I don't know. We're getting too mm. too much into this.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. This is weird now. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: logistics oh. don't need to be thought about.
1: Oh my goodness.
3: What Sorry. a session though. What what a comeback Oof. like to the kind of full game where everyone's here. Mm. Uh wow, we, Brian. Everyone's I cannot here. actually
1: believe that Hang we on. all survived that genuinely.
3: Also, I I'm also I kind of like there was all this dire uh dire danger and uh, Chipper got away and like the... that is our villain now and yeah. I want to find her and I want to just really tell her how much of a jerk she is, and how disappointed I am in her. <laughs> so,
0: that, do sloppy. you do you want to have? I would a have...
3: like Greer if
0: I could. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might Sorry. be the second. That might be the second Greer interlude. Is oh. new contract.
4: Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Imagine. We'll
0: see. So, do you guys want to have a reflection? This is the other half of Vice and Virtue, where we look back on the actions of the scene, we talk about the fortune, the theme it was tied to, the tags, the vice, the virtue, and then we decide new bearings for your characters, though I have an idea of where you guys are.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, the little cries were the little baby hairs, it was not any one of us.
0: (laughs) So, the fortune you chose was Horse, Their Cries Fill the Night, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love a good okay, twist yeah. with my fortunes it's always about the unexpected mm-hmm. hang on I'm going to scroll up and see what it was hang on I have it I have it honestly
2: written. I did have a feeling I was like there's going to be someone caught in the
0: fire yeah, yeah. like so I was- had a gut feeling it was horse Their cries filled the night the theme was discipline the vice oh, of discipline oh. is gluttony the virtue is dignity the tags for gluttony are appease, compete, exceed, excite gratify, indulge feed and Dignity Ooh. is balance, control, level-headed, resilient, resolute, steady, and unfaltering. Oh. How do you guys feel you guys were in the scene? Oh, I, mm. I mean...
3: I mean, us individually, or all of us at once? Mm. Us individually. I all right? of you to
0: speak at once over each other. <laughs> 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 now, uh, uh, whoever wants to start first.
1: Fraser, why don't you start?
2: Oh man, wait, okay, um, I don't know, I think I think Lutzen acted, he was very much in the moment, he's not really one to, you know, really look forward too much and plan, but like, you know, he went with his gut instincts of like, he heard the voices and he was just willing to sacrifice the Beatle because he heard people calling out for help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, he, it was it's something like, it is his prized possession, but... The lives of others in this fire that he ultimately did start, but I don't think he's really like come to terms with that. Like I don't think he's really clicked with that bit yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I, I'm... Yeah, but something with it.
0: Okay. Um Hipstrel. Mm. how do you think uh, you were in the scene?
1: Uh... Oh, let me think. I mean it was you know i think seeing uh seeing balthazar again uh, particularly after such a kind of such a kind of like a, of like a forced separation and there's so many things went so badly wrong but like you know i think you know heartened to see like ludson going like you know trying to basically destroy something that he loves like gave her heart finding balthazar again gave her heart i think she was you know she was really not thinking about like herself i think in this scene i think she was this i think she really acted very much like you know yes we've just escaped from a snake but we both cause this like this fire like this beetle is out of control like you know she let chipper get away um you know when she was looking for ludson and she went wandering around in the, in the woods and she was trying to find chipper and didn't and didn't but found ludson instead like you know she i think she acted very instinctively i think she tried she tried very hard to act in a way that she felt felt would benefit everybody it was definitely this was not a case of like oh i just want to find balthazar again this like i don't want to go back to willow Moon. like this is a no we this is like this is dangerous this this squirrel is dangerous like um, he's a
3: maniac!
1: I know, like you know, there's a there's a fire starting, and she was still trying to steal this beetle, and she ultimately succeeded. You know, something we Well, I can't wait out.
3: to hunt her down. Oh my god, <laughs> I know, right? I, um, I already know what Valterre is gonna like call her.
4: Ooh, really?
3: Yeah, he's gonna call her vermin.
1: <gasps> oh, that
3: Oof. feels like a that feels like a real beastly insult. Does it That's not? A,
2: like yeah, vermin. like you are a pest but is that yeah. like where does that come from like cuz mm-hmm. that would be like a human
3: well well i I, or, I, don't know. I i guess that can be said about like a lot of the fact that, <laughs> that we're using in the english language. but <laughs> I, I feel think like in these terms like yeah. someone who causes trouble on purpose for others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vom- well
0: i feel like the the idea of vermin in the english language is like spreading plague pestilence they're they're like they're scum they only are negative so i Mm. feel vermin is like a a very rarely used word to describe someone that you're like you're totally evil you're irredeemable like Mm. you call the tanners to get rid of vermin yeah Mm. okay yeah yeah
1: wow that's that's an interesting spin on it but like yeah i i think that's really interesting but yeah, I think, you know, I think Pip tried her best to, like, she was really thinking about, like, other people, you know, jumping on the back of this, uh, of this beetle, like, her wing is not 100% fixed yet, she doesn't think, like, she was trying very hard to, to, she was proud of her friends and she wanted to protect them.
4: hmm
0: And Balthazar, how do you think you were in this scene?
3: I think Balthazar started on, um, I don't remember all of the descriptors of gluttony, because I think it would be more, like, like he started out like, oh, I wanna find pipistrell Uh, but then he encountered this this scene. And when he realized there's a danger of the spreading fire, his instant thought was Willowmoot. Um, and I think he kind of also kept a level head like when it comes to Cryer. Like he could have mm-hmm. left him, but he had mm-hmm. it in him of just like there is that discipline of of what is the right thing to do, despite how a might feel about this person. Mm-hmm. It's not right to leave them here. And he kind of took that more um objective kind of level-headed approach even if personally like he thinks that this bird is a, a garbage boy but yeah. um in okay. the moment he's like well this is the right thing to do so i think it was like the disciplined decision mm. um but i i would have to see the i i, sometimes- I forget the full like because we so, have like a good list of keywords yeah, that always mm-hmm. help me narrow things down, but I just don't know off the top of my head.
0: So when we play next week, I will have because Vice and Virtue is going to be coming to Kickstarter in November uh,
3: Ooh, as an official yes. thing that people can have.
0: Um, so I will have some pretty like pretty sexy, lovely, flashy stuff to actually have on the screen next week. For now, I'm just yeah. going to copy and paste uh, the table into the. Uh, Discord game chat that we have. Lovely. Oh, thank you. Um, however, I think there's some really interesting interpretations that could be going on here. So I'm going to start with Balthazar and work my way backwards. Um, mm. So, Balthazar, I think that you acted with dignity in this scene. <laughs> Ultimately, your goals were... They weren't selfish. I would say, if anything, you were neutral to dignity in terms of understanding your place... Uh, here. You were disciplined, you had your goal, you went towards it, and you let it be flexible um, to the needs of the situation. I think acting uh, in vice would have been going after Chipper, no matter what.
4: Mm. But
0: because you went for the, the cries for help, and because your goal was ultimately to make sure that everyone made it through, I think you were unfaltering, you were steady, you were resolute, you exemplified dignity. So I'm going to say that your bearing would remain virtuous. Thank you. Is that something you agree with?
3: Uh, yeah, yes. Um, oh, cause I was thinking, I was thinking of discipline as the uh, virtue, but it is uh, dignity that encompasses yeah. the virtue and gluttony, the vice. Yeah, discipline uh, yeah. is
0: the theme—the balance of dignity and
3: gluttony. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, forgot. I the words just kind of got mixed up in my head. Yeah. Uh, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think he always had like a goal in his mind that. You know the, the level-headedness of okay, this is happening now, so we're gonna deal with this. Mm. Um, and yeah, didn't let the the his deep frown of this vermin chipper mm. uh, <laughs> take over. What is the more important thing to do in this moment?
0: So I have a different interpretation for Lutzen. I
3: think Lutzen mm-hmm. you
0: acted in Vice, but I'm gonna explain it. Okay, I no, think I would really agree that even though you didn't go to defend your beetle, I think you found a greater understanding of yourself and what you prize as dear in the scene. And you needed to get immediate effect and action. You didn't necessarily go and step... Because Virtue is stepping back, taking everything in and understanding it at at a greater planning, colder, removed sense. Vice is being in the moment, acting immediately, needing immediate Mm -hmm. gratification. I think, to some degree in that sense of discipline and gluttony, you threw yourself straight into every situation. You immediately mm-hmm. attacked the beetle to try to take off its leg. You didn't try to necessarily strategize with Pip. You went straight for the uh, the beam in the wall and tried to open up the, a hole big enough for the hairs to escape from. Uh, by the way, the story went, not necessarily by choice as you, Fraser. Uh, you charged mm-hmm. ahead to get to that rabbit barrow. Um, mm-hmm. I think the way that Lutzen acted would be considered indulging and and satiating of that desire so i think you acted with vice and i think yeah Lutzen saw the benefit of direct action in this scene yeah
2: i know i completely I like agree that
3: interpretation yeah it's no really i was thinking cool. exactly
2: the same of, of yeah he could have threw himself in full full-headedly like just in very in the moment um mm. yeah i agree
0: and i think like the benefit that you're seeing from the side of vice here and this is what's empowering for the next scene for you is that auto self-success is mm-hmm. that ultimately there is a lot of energy within you to make change in the world and mm-hmm. uh if you hadn't leapt forward if you hadn't attacked the beetle and weakened it could Shell have jumped on it and broken it down would mm-hmm. you have run into uh balthazar the way that you did or flew into balthazar and had mm-hmm. the situation play out if you had not charged ahead to find the rabbits would they have survived I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of self-affirmation there of... There's a lot of agency in me that I can express. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So I think you're you're bearing for the next scene, and the benefit you have until the end of the next scene is that you can once... Uh, when you make a roll, after you roll, before I really get into describing the results, um, you can choose to have an auto-self success. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. And finally, for Pepperstrel... Mm-hmm. I think that you were neutral, here. Mm. So again, everyone has a chance to express how they feel about it, and because mm-hmm. obviously there's a discussion. I think you weren't gluttonous and you weren't dignity. You threw yourself literally on top of the beetle.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Um, but you also used the information around you to understand how you could do it. You weren't like, "I'm going to climb in there and I'm going to kick this girl's butt." You were like. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, how can I take down this beetle? How can I use the environment around me? Use a lot of cunning roles and willpower mm-hmm. roles in this uh, scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you didn't have any feeling of like, oh, well, I started taking down this beetle. I'm going to see it to the end. You're like, eh, people are me for helping You to go help them. That's what's most important. In that same way that mm-hmm. Balthazar was entirely virtuous, they acted entirely with dignity, I think you saw the benefits of wandering direct action or taking a step back you see both kind of benefits there so I think you're neutral mm. and the yeah, benefit I'd... of neutral is asking a question uh, about what would be the best decision to make and I think that Pip could have you would have in like reflection would have really liked that power this scene
1: mm, definitely yeah
0: because I think there are a lot of scenes where like you could have helped somewhere else not that you didn't because you did but uh, mm. where like you had the chance to help other people the auto other success but instead, what could have been more useful to you is actually like, what should I do next? Like, yeah. oh, I have this plan, but I just want to know that it's going to go okay. I think that infra that inflection, and that inference is what Pip really needs.
1: hmm I would agree with that definitely.
3: I love these. I, you, I mean, obviously, you made the system, so obviously, you'd be good at it, Brian. But <laughs> your, your interpretations are always uh, so spot on, and because this was also the case in our previous game with the. Um, the nights that we played where it was always so interesting to hear you kind of break things down and it was like surprising but in a like a cool way where it's just like oh you are right like you really mm-hmm. you really got it where i didn't see it whoa <laughs> i totally agree
4: with that
0: i wrote a question there we go <laughs> i literally wrote a question not like a question to answer yeah anyway so yeah we have got a real spread literally of uh bearings Mm -hmm. and i'm excited for next week's episode it's going to be a nice uh interesting probably more social talky episode when you talk with cryer you find out what's going on you make your next plan for what you'd like to do next
1: i'm gonna get i'm gonna get in ahead and say that once they get back to willow and like you know Sort of dust has settled proverbially pip is gonna be like i need a hug balthazar yeah no but ba- oh. i
3: think like balthazar came in everything was like so high octane mm-hmm. uh as soon as he you know gets crier down from his back and like, takes the armor off as to not hurt pip he's absolutely gonna gonna do that like pick up hug and twirl around yes! and oh. and just be very happy that she's safe mm-hmm
1: like, because I know, obviously, I know that in like in actual game time, it's only been like a few hours since they saw each other. But like <laughs> for me, it's been like over a month. it's, or been, yeah, we it's been
3: weeks. It's been weeks since we played together. Oh. <laughs> Roll to hug, please.
4: Vigor mm. oh. to Vigor for hug.
3: on? I snapped your back. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I feel like the hijinks would be yep. like you don't intend to, but you crack her back in such a way that actually it's really good.
4: Oh, nice, oh. I'll take it. Where up. they're like, Ow, oh, 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 wait, hang on,
0: my posture. <laughs> yeah,
4: okay, your wing is I fixed.
2: Really <laughs> <laughs> the twinge nerve is gone. Oh
0: my mm-hmm. God. Um. Wow, guys, this has been a really good session.
3: Oh. This has been a very exciting game. I That's really it. enjoyed that. that Once notes. again, what a note to join back in on. Oh, oh my God, I know, right?
4: Oh, was
0: I did almost quiet. cry. I did almost cry. <laughs> oh, I, crying. I
1: almost, I, I almost cried several times.
0: many times <laughs> That
1: little
2: like, baby <laughs> hair appearing out of nowhere, but like, where's my mommy? I was like, oh my god, I, I got <laughs>
1: That was just <laughs> cruel. Cool. Like genuinely, that was like, that was so, that was so mean. I know. See
2: if they got
1: baby. Oh, and no. I think this oh is this god. is an
0: important Don't. note for like narrative in terms of like. The, the theory behind storytelling, behind being a narrator. I would not have guilted you guys about that if you had chosen to go after... Uh, Chipper. After Chipper. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I would have insinuated, like, oh, you don't know who could have needed your help, but we'll, we'll never know. I wouldn't have been like, ah, yeah. oh, babies died. um, uh, the, Like, that would it's not that have the been... A week later. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's bones everywhere. Uh-oh. <laughs> I would oh, not oh. have done that. Because that's not the kind of story I want to tell. The story here we're telling is of people finding out that they can be heroes and of the power that they have inside themselves Mm -hmm. and little beasts in a a massive world. and
3: not massacres uh, and... Yeah,
0: crematorium, not quite. So it was more Mm -hmm. important about the rescue rather than the fact that they were in danger. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um, And it would have been just as interesting and cool a story if you had gone after Chipper either way, but yeah. I just yeah, I love how everything turned out, it was really cool yeah,
3: I'm, I yeah. just really love that now we kind of have this thing of like, you know, Lutzen needs or maybe wants his beetle back and it's like, let's embark on this adventure together
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: or something, I don't know if creature yeah. if would like to play more or can play more in I reality. would love to
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yay!
2: whether it be Lutzen or another, I would I would love to this is so fun In my head, I was just thinking, like, I know you said that's not the kind of story you want to tell, but if we flash over to, like, in my head, there's, like, a scene cut to Greer's story, and, -hmm. like, finding the source of the fire and coming across this, like, burned burrow with, like, bones.
4: Like, that would be dark
2: as hell. You know, like, and then just, like, investigating, like, what was the size of them? What creature were they? How young or how old were they? So, like,
0: this is what I mean. Like, that is an interesting story that we could tell, but what mm-hmm. I would explicitly not do is as person-to-person, oh, person, no. player, narrative-to-player, make you feel guilty about that.
4: No, no, we no, would no, probably have
0: a discussion like, hey, I'm thinking about this. This is one of the consequences that would have fallen out of this. There is no mm-hmm. guilt to be felt here. This is more about vengeance and exploring that side of the narrative. Having that Mulan mm-hmm. moment, where you find a little doll in the snow. But like, oh, yeah. oh, my God, oh. yeah. that would be a conversation <laughs> we have and a, a, a story we all embark on together. My role uh-huh. is to make sure we all feel like heroes. We come out feeling that we've just survived a forest fire, not that we've abandoned someone along the way.
4: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And, and but even then,
0: that could be really cool. I mean, yeah. we could still have, in other ways, that kind of narrative of that sort of Greer's Dark development as a story. Of, and to yeah. be fair, Greer could have two other companions with her. Two other, mm. oh my god.
3: Yeah. Two be- other
0: freaking bounty hunter tanners that could be cool yeah
3: tanners, oh my god or, or i mean it would also be interesting if it was just like other people from the mm. tusk legion who like are specialists like mm. you know like uh like everybody's very unique oh my god and what if someone was has...
0: playing what was his name what was his name the 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 hedgehog
4: no yeah, the mole mole uh, Mole. oh my god uh, yeah, i was, yeah, I
0: was yeah, gonna
2: yeah. say
4: i
3: Hiccup. Hiccup! 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 I Hiccup! Oh! I love Hiccup! I want have more emotions. Hiccup! Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
4: You're
0: guys, so
1: we're good. giving it way too much Future Story.
0: I know oh, it's not giving it away. Too. It's always going to change in both. But I think this is a great time to end the session. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. Thank you so much for World 20 for sponsoring us.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, World 20!
0: I think the best way to end is to reintroduce ourselves, plug any social media, any shoop like that. So I'll start and we'll go down the little character list. I have been Brian and I am continuing to be Brian. I use he, him pronouns. I run the entry-level tabletop role-playing publishing imprint, Dungeons on a Dime. You can find all of this cool stuff at doad.co.uk. And if you like... The kind of storytelling we've been doing and what that for your own table vice and virtue is going to be coming to kickstarter in november i'm just getting all of the little details figured out but the budget is set i'm writing or i've finished pretty much the uh draft rules that you can also be able to read when the kickstarter launches with my editor vi huntsman who i also did a cool interview with yesterday so that'll be coming up soon um and yeah there are some really cool projects coming the future is going to be looking awesome uh, thank you for, for listening. I'm going to pass you over to Ver to introduce themselves.
3: Uh, hello, I have been a Ver and I can't believe that Brian stole my goodbye quirk of I have been.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know where it came uh, from. I was like, I've heard this one before.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, nice. it's the thing that I always say. <clears throat> I have been a Ver. Um, uh, you can find me on social media, uh, primarily Twitter, Verface at Twitter, uh, you can also find me on Patreon uh, under the same moniker of Verface. Um, I am currently working on many comics, uh, <laughs> and uh, I post uh, works in progress as well as some previews of things there. If you're interested in uh, whatever tales I I spouted my bone time. Um, and uh, Brian, thank you very much for having me. This has been a wonderful, like, reunion episode, so to say. Uh, it's only been a month, but it feels like it's been a century. Mm. Um, and uh, this has been a blast, and it's been wonderful to... Well, I've been actually playing for the first time with Frasier today, so Frasier, yeah. it's, it's been wonderful to play with you. I'm, I'm very excited to continue this adventure next week.
2: It's been a pleasure.
3: And of course, Atlanta.
4: Ah! Oh, I know! I I know again! <laughs>
0: okay um, on that lovely screen we're gonna pass to atlanta
1: uh hello i am the human equivalent of a loud noise in the distance uh named atlanta <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god i i have been playing pip the bat again uh and i you can find me on general social media um at Scribbles on twitter at uh, alpaca on instagram uh you can find me on patreon at alpacascribbles Uh, I am posting lots of doodly thingies over there. Uh, You know, I'm just. I'm here, I'm vibing, I'm doing art, and if you want to support me, great. But no pressure. And also, uh, I, I I agree with the, like, the, the, ah, it's been, it, it's been, a, it's been too long. Like, it's been too it's, long, it's, it's but been
3: it's been long. great. It's been so high <laughs> octane, though. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, still feeling some stressed from that oh game. Oh my god, I know, right? But
1: also, Fraser, it's, it's such a, it's such a joy to have you as Ludson as well, because I, I so enjoyed, like, the two sessions that you and I had together, just kind of, like, hanging out as yeah. a little, little bat, as a little rat team. Like, that was really fun. And I'm just, I, right. I, am, I am excited for where this is going now. Yeah. Oh even more so than i was before
2: <laughs> high energy high stress yes. very good
0: <laughs> okay and last but not least we have fraser uh
2: yes hello i am the eldritch being that takes the form of fraser um <laughs> at this point i think we all just have to have one every episode like yeah prepared. um <laughs> But yeah, I um, you can find me on Twitter at underscore underscore lost astronaut and on Instagram as underscore lost astronaut. I really need to get those sorted and make them be the same thing, but Mm. we will see. Um, yeah, I'm an illustrator and things of such that I do drawing and storytelling and things. Um, yeah, this has been so fun. I've been it's been great to play with both you, Ver, and Atlanta. Just it's been great to have like a little trio. Um, I can't wait to see where this all goes. It's very went... fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. okay. So and I just want to say, Fraser, I'm so sorry. I think I have been pronouncing your name wrong. I apologize because I've oh, seen it in writing, and don't worry. I th- I think I there's like a show or something called Fraser, and there I is. think my brain is just like that's how you read that word in English. All people so I, I do know apologize. That it's is okay.
2: My it's bad. okay. All people I know who have a kind of Americanish accent always pronounce my name Fraser. <laughs> Even my like current roommate. <laughs> like, oh. flatmate I live with and have known for the last four years only started calling me Fraser until, like, last year. So it just... <laughs> well, you know, well it just I hope know that it. my
3: track record will be much more uh, <laughs> well-developed than that. I, I, I will keep in mind Fraser and uh, All right. not call your name anymore. I, I, I have
0: a, uh, a thing I do, a quirk, I'll call it, to make it sound positive, where uh, I struggle with names, so I just... Mispronounce them in very strange ways, and I've been trying so hard not to be like "fraser."
4: It's done weird.
2: (laughs) Honestly, if it starts with an F and ends with an R, I will probably like respond to it.
4: Mm. Um, (laughs) there are some interesting phrases
0: that begin with F and end in R, so maybe not. (laughs) Oh yeah, maybe not. not I mean, anyway, anyway, never mind. I want to. I want to <laughs> leave all of you with a scene that I had in my head. that I was going to say at the end of the thing, but then I just got distracted because screaming, crying. Mm. Um, mm. You all sit down and are handed cups of water uh, to just sort of drink and decompress from the intense stress you've been through. Um, and uh, Balthazar, you lay your hammer against a wall or kind of lean up against a wall where you've had the the push. Um, mop to kind of get rid of some of the, the, the sparks and dirt mm. and you look up at the blackened banner of Blueberry Pond and all that's left is maybe like a couple inches of fabric with the blueberry in the centre embroidered and below the, the banner falls to kind of charred and burnt but it's so very clearly still the banner of Blueberry Pond Aww. and on that note uh, we are gonna go. So thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Hope you have a lovely day, and see you next Wednesday. Oh yeah. See you next
3: Wednesday, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye
0: bye. Bye.